Hey, let's. I'm sorry. This is Horn from my server. Um, okay. I know Reddy and Stevens Aarons are scared because I talked to the <laughs> talked to them for two hours the other night. But a whole month to mining, seriously. Well, I would say this arc is just. It feels like a uh, like a breathing room arc, where it's just like they're just kind of winding up back to back and kind of giving people a little more time to enjoy the summer and such while throwing in some filler content. And I'm okay kind of okay with that because they did a lot. Like, if you step back and look at the improvements section of the patch, it's pretty. It's actually pretty amazing how many things they actually like. A bunch of the things that people were complaining about, they fixed. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just love the fact that they fixed her models. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I actually found. But that has nothing to do with anything Sorry? they've put up. No, I, I, no, I mean, no. fixing the armadas is one thing, but dedicating a whole month to this, it's a little different. Well, and I, 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 hold on. I, I think you've got a lot of players who, you know, look, I guess resistant is a, a nice way to put it, but quitting is a better way to put it. And I guess I, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty loyal. I like the game. I want to play. But when you throw up an arc and people are like, I'm done, you know, that's a little different. And I bet we got 90 people online. I bet a couple are thinking about, you know, I feel the same way. I'm about out. Oh, I didn't feel like quitting with this arc. I was like, you know, it, with anything I didn't, any mining I didn't want to do, I'd be like, okay, you just get a little more breather month, you know, where I can focus on, you know, doing yard work or something yeah, i've actually also, been i've been actually doing like besides working on this trying to do some grinding for reputation so i get to the point when i'm 46 that i can actually build a pylum yeah this this definitely feels like more like an optional arc but it's like i think they're just kind of it felt like they're like kind of winding up for the last arc and getting all that content ready because you know arcs one and two are pretty content packed so it's, it's nice to have a little bit of breathing room for both for us and for scopely as well no but also the the thing is number one if you don't want to mine you have a lot of yeah, there are a hundred different things in this game to do you can do your reputation you can do all the other things that you need to do every day which okay that's number one number two they're not just mining events. Yes, they're mining leaderboards, but there's a lot of other stuff going on as well. There's armadas. Yeah. Then there's, uh, what do you call, grinding events. All those are still there. It's just that they're focusing because they've actually given you a ship. So yes, they're going to throw in a few of those particular events <laughs> to actually I mean, I, use the ship. I mean, I guess there's an argument that many people didn't, didn't really ask for this kind of ship. But yeah, dude, I mean, except, ship. Like, anybody yeah. who didn't buy the skin, this ship is a godsend. I mean, I bought the skin, and yeah, that actually put me off, but uh, the cost. But yeah, it's still. I mean, I'm still gonna. I'm, I have OCD. I'm still gonna do the four, the four pulls. But I'm just saying that if you don't want to, you don't have to do it. Well, I wouldn't say the skin is the problem as much. You know, as much as yeah, exactly it's not the miner that's the problem. It's the skin that's the issue. Costs. It's the refinery cost. It's really the uh, the main issue. The fact that it adds a refinery. Uh, option and it looks different that's perfectly fine it's just that extra chess's cost is what's the problem exactly yeah but i'm still 
like I I don't do mining. People know that, right? Come on, guys. There's a lot of people. I mean, seriously, there's a lot of players who don't mine. And this was. I don't know if that is a lot of people actually. The, Come on, we have have talked, and there are a lot of people who don't mind. And I'm not saying no. I don't. I don't think there's a lot of people. Well, so if you don't mind ISO, if you don't mind ISO, how do you get it? Because yeah, that's right. If you're not not mining, you're missing out on on a large part of the economy. Come on, that's not what I'm saying. ISO is ISO is a a completely different economy. I'm just saying. You know, well, well Horn, uh, if if you're not, if someone doesn't mind, how do they get ISO? That I, again, that's what I, I'm not saying. That I'm not saying ISO is included in that, but I'm saying or you 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 said though gas, that a lot of people well, don't do mining, and mine. I, that is absolutely not true. It's well, not a lot no, of people. But this particular arc is dedicated to ISO mining. They're actually yeah. number one. For people who don't buy the skin, it's a godsend because a lot of people want to save time. And this particular ship will save time for ISO mining who wants to continue doing their territory research. And it's not just so, that, though. That, Anyone who hates mining and hunts OPC now has like their OPC hunting increased tenfold. Exactly. And that's what like, I'm saying. Going over, like DJ didn't want to go over. He kept getting, going over like 20 times today in the, in the stream. I mean, that shows how fast that, that ship mines. Yeah, people are going, like, I am probably going to be lazy and just roll the dice and try to get as much as I can before I'm hit. <laughs> you know? Like, but, but what I'm saying is, ISO mining is very different than mining ore or gas or crystal. It, it, it just is. Especially when you introduce a brand new ship that does it a hundred times better than any other ship on the board. That's all I'm saying. And this month's art is mining. It's projected, or I don't have a good word. It is is towards mining. I understand you're saying that this is different, but what is the point? I mean, what are you trying to, what's the point you're trying to make so we can understand? I mean, if you don't mind me asking. It's boring. (laughs) Then don't do it. Then don't do it. (laughs) If you want to do the research, you have to do it. If you think it's boring, you don't want to do it, don't do it. Ripper doesn't mind. Just do something else in the game. It's a choice. You don't have to do that part of the game. I've actually been been actually doing ISO mining. I know. Because I'm I'm busy with other things, and I can just set my miners on ISO mines and just do something else. Come on, guys. There's 60,000 players, and half of them think it's boring. I mean, come on. Defend no, no, mining, but I'm de- I can defend this arc. <laughs> I mean, you can. Well, hang on, none of us are saying that it's not boring. We just yeah, we, st- we, we still do it. And mining does suck. I'm just saying it's like just because this arc included a mining aspect because it added a mining ship, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, you're going to need to add more mining ships throughout the game because mining is. Such a big part of it, like even if it's unfortunately. Well, today is no event on where you have to do mining. And basically, all this this entire ship and everything they're adding is making a mining aspect of the game less difficult. Yeah, ISO mining takes less time now. Trying to improve mining, like make it easier. So, but so basically, this particular ship 
Number one, it will help the miners mine faster. Number two, it also gives the hunters more OPC. It just so it's helping more both parts of the game. But yeah. we are going to do 28 days of this. There's not. There's, you don't have uh, money. There's no money. Why? You you are not forced to do ISO mining today. Actually, it's an 18 day, isn't it? Also, it's it's a 20 day 20, arc. 21, which, 20, 21 which, something. Okay, the first three days they focused. Other than that, there are so, only three more days to mine. So uh, totally, oh, only six days. And besides that, you got new. You guys got additional faction hunt added, and you know, if you look at that event calendar, there's a bunch of events. But like, yeah, it's it's just because. You know, dark space armadas weren't added to this arc. Doesn't mean this arc isn't like enough to get by on between arc two and arc four. So it, it, it's not enough that this arc is just boring. We see it all the time. It's in every single. Uh, well, what would you constitute as like this arc was not? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you look on Discord, you just if you look on your alliance chat, it's boring. And you all are defending it. Well, I mean, you're not defending, defending it, dude. We're trying to explain to you what the... Adding my name. <laughs> Just saying that it exists, and if it exists, I prefer it to be easier. But, like, yeah, you know, it's not, bo it's not necessarily boring. Like, yesterday, like, some of my alliance members were, well, were saying, oh, you know, Cosmic Cleanup is taking so long. I was like, well, I, I completed it with doing my dailies, doing my swarm, doing my Borg, you know? There's lots of different things that you can be doing that are accomplishing two or three events at the same time. Yeah, I'm going to have more fun playing Halo, but I can't play Halo on a bus. <laughs> so, Aaron, look, you and I have talked. I, I get it. I, you're right. There's other things you could do. I mean, all I'm saying is this. I get where you're coming from. I'm just yeah, saying. We, we understand and I think a that... lot of people get where I'm coming not, from. Not, 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 but not I'm the, the only extreme. one standing on the stage saying it. If I saw like more than three mining arcs a year, then I'd be like concerned. But you know, it's it's I can give them at least one mining arc a year. Yeah, I wouldn't give them that credit. I don't think there should ever be one. I mean, that's just stupid. It's, it's mine, but, but, but it's, 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 it's a major game. part of the game. Yeah, it's a it's so, so you know, I mean, every time they, I mean, the ship, the arc. Try is to understand this. On there's, there's one. There's the only. There's only six days of mining. There's three. The first three days was the event. Then they have three single day leaderboards. That's it. They don't have any others. So how is the whole arc based on? Yes, they gave a ship, but there are a lot of other events going on as well. Yeah, mining has been like. I agree, but there are. But do you disagree that the whole month, the arc is based on mining? No, that's all I'm asking. No, it's not, it's not based, based on, on mining. mining. They gave you a mining meridian. That's it. Yeah. Hi, they everyone. They gave you a meridian. That's it. I'm back. Horn, I've been listening. <laughs> it, like the, the, no, it's it's legit. A false statement saying the entire arc is based on mining. Exactly. Doesn't think, make any sense. The only I think six, what's the happening here. Mining, that's it. I mean, hey. I, like, we can discuss the design of the ship and and that it maybe is needs tweaking or changes or is badly designed or whatever. But that has nothing to do with the arc. That's just a new ship. I think what's happening here is that Horn's absolute hatred for mining, which I understand and how boring it is, is completely overshadowing everything else and making it feel like the whole arc is just mining and it's boring and that sucks. But 
what what's being talked about here as well is that it's not every single day where you have to mine all day. There are some events and more events than we're used to that are focused on mining. And for anybody that doesn't like mining, that's not going to have a positive impact. So there's a lot of people that are feeling like, oh, this is kind of boring. But we still have a lot of other aspects to this arc as well. It's just that it's more centric on mining for a lot of things. So if yeah, you are it, it's going to feel like I will defend this arc because overall, it did not add mine to the game it decreased it but somehow added isogen at the same time i mean because it's easier i, I, I can i can see the argument that oh my Jack god Chicago is not mean. not high enough so you actually have to spend it's more time about again. i can see that argument but you know it's that's a whole design that's... discussion about how they designed the ship to say it's all about mining because my it's the mining events are a minority of the arc events and it's yes. more active mining, which yeah, is yeah. even tougher. But also, there's only six. I mean, there's only six days of isogen mining in the whole arc. Yeah, there, there's more mining events in this one than the last one. Third. And we already had three days, didn't we? Yeah, yeah we uh, we had three days in the beginning. Then we had one more today. I mean, yesterday. Then we have only two more left. That's it. There's no more mining left in the whole. There's no well, more isogen mining in the whole arc. Yeah, this that's arc had more mining events than last arc, but it still has more non-mining events than mining events. That's another thing to look at too, guys. We're only a week in, not even, and most of the events so far this week have been mining. So there's a lot more coming up that are not mining days. That's another thing I think that's uh, feeding what Horn is feeling. The, the initial three days were mining because they made the build the build yeah uh, so that's why it felt more but otherwise other than that there are only four single day sealables uh, solo leaderboards that's it so I if you look it. at if you look at horn's experience in game and what he's saying he's hearing from his teammates in game so far this arc that makes sense it has felt it's mostly about my mi uh mining most of the events yeah, you but for the rest it. of this I mean, calendar like, coming up yeah, you, it's not going to be so heavy on mining yeah, but you can only make a statement like that at the end of the arc. Yeah. If yeah. at the end of the arc you're like, okay, I'm done with this game, I'm out. After experiencing the arc in full, that's okay. But it's like a weekend, be like, you know what, this one week, because I didn't see it through, I'm done with the game. All right, what do you think about that? So what's the first, the first pay thing you see when you go to the pay event? The ship of the arc? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's the Ark ship. It just came out. Yep. Which most people What's actually do? do not have yet. Yeah, the newest packs are usually the first ones listed. I, I agree with that. But what does it do? It's a miner. Yeah. And? Just like, just like the What's Franklin the only ever kills swarms. So and what was the Franklin? The Franklin killing swarms. It's framed around swarm ships. So the first thing you see is a miner that is framed around mining. Usually miner. So it's a mining arc. I mean, Bro. I, I Bro, can't believe we're actually arc. talking about this. We it, also it have is what it is. Yeah, it's on, on. I'm not sure. I'm not sure we actually need to argue what the arc is about. I'm just saying. You're just doing that. And then you're, you're just you're saying, saying you're that's what I'm talking about. Minor, oh, come you on, three combat ships alongside it, right? <laughs> It, it is what it is. And I'm not sure. Are we arguing about oh, what no, no, the no, arc no, actually no. is? Are we arguing 
about whether people like it. And so, just consider like this timeline here. You know, Scopely releases isogen. People complain that isogen mining is too much of it. So Scopely releases a ship that makes isogen mining easier, and then people complain that they released it. <laughs> Hon, what I'm trying, what just go open your open your game, go to the news center, open the calendar, and actually read it. There's been okay. There was one three-day event, and they threw in a single event in it. Apart from that, there's only three more days of isogen mining. That's it. Yes, the ship is part of the arc because they I want know. to introduce a faster mechanic of mining isogen because you need the isogen for territory capture research, which is a ready. very fast game. Ready, I, like I know. Even make I, I, I mean, you're kind of preaching to the choir, but I, I'm I'm kind of playing devil's advocate here. I mean, there's still enough, like, they could have removed the Meridian and Meridian-based events completely, and it would still be enough content and in here for an arc. Blue, you're probably right. But what I'm saying is, like, it I feels like to a lot of people, fighting. and I, I, I'm, I'm not going to, actually, I am going to generalize. Oh, actually, oh, like before, before you say that, before you say that, I'll, I'll just make this statement. The, I hardly mined Isogen because I had got so many other things to do. This ship has made it so much easier where I can do it for half an hour, 45 minutes, and I've got my Isogen I need for my, for my refines. The same so, thing, I guess, it was the same with the Devore. A lot of people did not mind Latinum because it was such a pain in the ass. When they, when they did the accidental change and then now made it permanent to the mining speed for the Devore, a lot more people are mining latinum now. So that's my two cents. <laughs> and, you know, if they release something where we got to make this ship that makes ISO mining easier, why not just put it in the middle of an arc where you didn't have a lot of content to work with to begin with? So you just throw it in there. And then that's, how, that's where we are. I'm not, if this was like, if I would uh, completely accept all your complaints if the events, if this arc wasn't filled to the brim with events, you know, otherwise, if it was just like mining after mining after mining, I would, and it was majority mining events, I would completely say you are justified in your complaints. But it's definitely, mining is definitely a mine. It's, it's the folk, it's the theme of the arc, but it's definitely not the major component of it. It, it is the major component of it. No, it's not, dude. Okay, I, I mean, let me give you an example look, of yes. When you, the theme, when you offer the, the major, majority ship, of the content's the, not the about newest it. ship is a miner. Okay. That is the major component of the mining arc. And Ladies, gentlemen, look, let's, let's just ag agree to disagree. Horn, we fully understand what your view is on it and how you feel about it. Other no, people don't have look, the same feelings and don't agree, and that's okay. Actually, I have a different point. Is okay. We have opened this arc for 28 days, and we are losing players. It's not 28 days. 26. No, it's also not 26. It's 21. All right. Regardless, we lose players. And that's all I'm saying. It's, you know... looks at mining, you're going to slap their hand and be like, how dare you? We're going to improve money. Nope, how dare you? Okay, can I give you an example of yesterday? Okay, this one has got to come in sometime. <laughs> no, but yesterday I, there were, you know, how many events were there? We had three ticket events. We had three faction uh, hunt events as well. Then we had cosmic cleanup. Then we had Armada's uh, AMS. 
There were a lot of events, dude. Not just the mining. Actually, no. Faction Hunt was the day before. Oh, so sorry. Blue, I question the assumption that they've actually improved mining with this ship. Well, they've, yeah. improved, they've improved the obtaining of oxygen <laughs> on the server. They've made it faster, but because it doesn't have the protected cargo that it needs to be able to protect what you're mining, and you have to be watching it so constantly, it doesn't give you... A, it does not improve the mining experience. It just makes it faster if you can keep watching it. I cannot, well, I I cannot have, speak I, I to that disagree. point because on my server, isogen is completely protected. But that's and, true. It's but, but, totally but, an active I, miner event. No, no, I mean, like, not, I'm, really. I'm not going to be able to go back to the mining event part of it. But, Bamba, to your statement, can I just answer? Like, okay, let's say, I mean, you are going to play game, right? You're going to grind your, your reputation, or you're going to do your dailies. That takes you an hour, two hours a day. While you're doing them, you throw it on, and, and I have 40,000 protected right now without okay. any protection. So I will. Every forty thousand, I'll I'll send it back and send it back. I will put it back into my base and, and I mean, so while I'm anyway doing other stuff. Yeah, four so hours of mining you do in one hour. Like you know, that four hours of ice mining you would have done otherwise. You're just gonna done in one hour. Yeah, so that one hour anyway, you're in the game. You're basically as long as you watch doing other stuff. So you can actually mine it at the same time. Yeah, if it gets hit, then just send it back out. <laughs> <laughs> Also works. I've done that plenty of times, actually. So my point is, is that okay. it, it, if I'm going to be mining something at the same time where I think I could get hit, I'm going to make it so that I get exactly what I wanted to get. So I'm going to deploy miners that have a reasonable amount of protected cargo, so I get the cargo that I need to be able to do the refines that I want to do. I, this miner is flawed on very many levels, and we can talk about that. And I, I completely understand the point. This but that is, is not an a entirely mark, different discussion. I, I well, agree, on one agree with that point. But this, the, yes, the, this, this is not a boon to miners. It is a boon to griefers. Yeah, but that's, that's a that's true. a that's a fine fine discussion to have. But it's an entirely different one than. But, this one was, I, so I can't wait for the road to that that only hit meridians. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Wait for that server out there. It's gonna be like this is our rule now. <laughs> yeah, like actually, we are being. I mean, uh, I, the amount of people hitting us is is increased a lot. But also, like like I said, I mean, I understand I, what you mean, and I also hate the fact that it has to be active. But I threw in a couple of production officers. I got my production up to forty five or forty three k. I'm going grinding rep in Tiger Core. While I'm grinding, I just look at the number if it's coming up to forty. If it comes up to 40k, I just send it back to my base and send it back to mine again. And then I go back to grinding my... So by the time I finish grinding my rep, I got a decent chunk of ice, so done. Yes, I agree with you. Yes, the, the, the fact that they gave such a low protected is stupid. But I'm just, I'm just trying to make the best of the situation. It is mining crazy fast. It is, but admit, it's an active miner. And, you know, that... You know, that's okay. It's an active miner. There's no problems with that. All right? But, you know, you, you're going to have to sit and you're going to have to watch because that thing is it's pulling, what, half a million a minute? Or, uh, I'm sorry, an hour? So, yes, you're going to have to watch it. You're going to have to protect it. 
So it's a little different than, than, than throwing a Valkus or, you know, anything else on top of a miner where you, you, you can put it on there and wait an hour or two hours, yeah. three hours. But you can you can still you do that. You can still do that, and also so. But then, if you're going to be away from the game, do that. But if you're on the game doing something else, you can chuck a you can chuck the speed miner on there. Get a couple of loads while you're grinding something else out. You know, nothing's saying that you can't now use the isogen ship, and you have to use that one all the time. Yeah. No, you're you right. Just, you're right. Strategize you're how absolutely you want to right. And how your it's the addition of options. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, I need the option of being able to mine faster. Basically, I think most of us are on for. We don't get on for thirty minutes. I think most of us are on for two, three, four hours. So you're right. Do, you know, well, doing and, and that, that time, it, you could easily mine about a million of a million right. isogen. Aaron, <laughs> you're right. I mean, it's not onerous. Uh, mm. I, I, I guess all I was saying was. And I I get the uh, I get the motivation to like to get angry whenever Scopely tries to have active mining because I would agree active mining is like how dare you, <laughs> but uh, you know it's just irritating if it's like a long if it's like if it's a added on to existing mining practices that's okay if it changes how mining is done at the moment like with with lat it better do in a way that improved it and they did. Where it's like you're going to be swimming in it now versus before. So, in terms of like the any active mining material, my I would say isogen is perfectly fine. Any gripe I would have would mostly be with like data mining. That one, that one's another headache. No, but basically, this is an addition to the existing mechanics that you have. If you don't like active mining, which I don't as well, I don't do data active mining. I send it on the on the slow on the slow one. I was the one who I was one of the people who who was loud enough and advocated for the fact that they have to add the slow mines back. But what I'm trying to say is this is fast enough that while I'm grinding, I don't mind using my new miner. DJ is making a lot of noise. I, I had the air conditioner uh, blasting because yeah, my car was hot. Boot that guy from the channel? <laughs> my air conditioner was blowing full blast because it's hot as hell outside. What I wanted to say to Baba Joe is that uh, if people are quitting because this is the last drop that filled up the glass and made it overflow, you need to discuss really what made the glass nearly full. And the fact is, like the arc itself, the patch improvements, they addressed a lot of the things that made that glass fill up. Yeah, I'm, I'm just asking what made the glass nearly full, because in my opinion, this last drop was, was a good one, not a bad one. But, yeah. um, but uh, he's in the opinion that it's a bad one, and he's blaming it for being the trigger, but it didn't fill up the glass. It was already half full. Yeah, like the Armada respawn timers filled up my glass, and they emptied out the glass, this arc. On that note. So why limit the respawn timer improvements to G3 no, just only? Swipe it. Probably a matter of supply versus demand. No, I think they, they basically... But if I'm, gonna use my, if I'm going to use my credits to start Armadas, I want to be able to start the best Armada that my, me and my team can do, and I want to be able to have the same refresh rate as the people that are only able to do the ones in the lower space. It seems directly pointed at the whales as a you know giant middle finger, and it's really frustrating that we get again singled out. Well, and I would just submit well, feedback. What is the demand on your server? Mine, it's not a problem. Yeah, submit that feedback. You might see that time also being tweaked. It might not be. It might not match G three, but it might improve.
but this timer is one hour. Bubba Joe, is it not? Oh, man, G3. Uh, the epics are 24. Are on, are on no, like they, they only that? did it for G3. The G4 ones have not been uh, updated yet. Only the G3 ones are being respawned quickly. Oh, oh. It's, it's either perfectly fine on some servers and absolutely terrible on other servers, depending on the level of G4 acti player activity. And in, in ours, is uh, my problem is my alliance cannot kill the, enough of the DAX. That's space ones. So yeah, on like and, certain servers there might be special considerations. Like maybe this server should have different timers. You know that kind of. Thing. I hope they that's not. Do it the, the mechanic have to do it for everyone or no one. They can't I hope do the that's mechanic. That's not going on it. though. Then I would say maybe G four miners deserve maybe not matching the G three timers, but their own tweak, just a little improvement. They, they yeah, of course they do. Even I want to do the G4 eventually, even when I'm on my team can't do it. But yeah, definitely they should do both. The fact that they ignored the G4 uh, armadas is actually a bad thing. I mean, that they shouldn't have done that. But yeah, I guess they, they, they want to work with I the just, G4. I guess I they, they ignore the reason so, behind the limitation. Like, they, if they have a reason, I don't know what it is, but they um, may probably have one. So... So let me just so there's a couple there's a bunch of different things that went on in this arc. I agree. Moving goals to the top, that's that's a huge improvement. I have already enjoyed that. There are other things that that they did that are that are useful. Specifically targeting the G4 miners is not improving their refresh times really frustrated me. Adding skins for the G4 miners that have no bearing on the problems with the G4 miners. What was the point of that? It's like they don't understand the problems of the G4 miners. And then we get this isogen miner that, as far as I can tell, nobody actually wanted. Now, if this was Redemption Arc Part 2, maybe it's not so bad, but it's not. It's a wasted TNG arc, and we're probably only going to get one more, and that frustrates me to no end. Along those lines, Bubba, it, it could be. Th this is what I said at the very beginning. When they said this was going to be the longest arc ever, I said, do you have enough actual content to go? four, five, six, eight, ten months, whatever they're going to do. And, and that was one of my concerns from the beginning. Now, regarding the Isogen Miner, <clears throat> I, think the, I think the Isogen Miner itself is actually a very good thing. I'm going to enjoy it. All right, I'm disappointed with the function of the skin, but the Isogen, being able to mine Isogen a lot faster is a huge thing for me because I hate mining. So I'm good with that particular component of it. But I do agree with your, with your position that it has nothing to do with the narrative that is TNG. Uh, you and I were having a conversation in PM the other day. And Stephen's Aaron, I don't know if you're running tape because this will be good. But you and I were having a conversation the other day in PM. And, and I had to think about this a little bit more uh, because I said to you, you know, what does any feature really have to do with the storyline? But then I kind of went back. And I thought about it for a minute, you know, uh, I, so I had mentioned deep space armadas and you said their relevance was to the officers. So I can, I can go with that. And then I was thinking TOS, um, and all it was, was a new hostel. Now granted the hostel was worms, but that's really all it was. But players enjoyed that crew because it was a good new PVP crew. Then we go before that and we look at territories, which was just overall good, research tree, so forth, but really had nothing to do, territories themselves had nothing to do with discovery at all. And then um, then I was thinking about summons. Of course, Black Alert is definitely related to discovery. Um, 
we go back, we had Outlaw and Stella, which was a research tree. And then we had Borg, which was Vidar. And so, and then of course the whole Borg space. So I, I, after we had that conversation, I kind of thought, and I, and I did feel that this one is probably one arc that does step away from the theme a little further than a lot of the other arcs we had, but not completely, you know, and Isogen, the Isogen miner is a quality of life improvement. I mean, even, even for you to be able to mine it 10 times faster than you were, I would imagine feels good. Um, it takes less time. If you take the skin part out, okay, if you take that fourth chest out, then mining it 10 times faster is a very, very good thing. That being said, it, it just feels like, from your perspective, with the content not being tied to the arc, I do kind of get that. But we're still getting the officers that are still tied to the Armadas. And I don't expect that to change. I mean, we're still missing a Romulan one. So I figure that's going to come next. You know what I'm saying? Hey, DJ? Yes. So, uh, uh, so on that note, I... I... I have a feeling that when like the Meridian was still like a note on a whiteboard somewhere like early on, it was just kind of uh, maybe it was meant to be like a filler arc after TNG that would have been three arcs long, but they maybe for some content within the TNG, they needed to stretch it out into four arcs. So they just kind of moved it from between arcs to the arc three instead. And that's why it doesn't maybe it, it doesn't look like it belongs, but they just had the content to fill it in maybe so so uh dj so apart to your to your point about discovery right so you say territory capture had nothing to do with discovery except the discovery officers a lot of them deal with being on a capture node or being involved with that and then of course the sarcophagus is tied to discovery and that is all about territory capture because obviously yeah, that's, that's where true. it works <laughs> i discounted the sarcophagus because you know what a piece of shit. yeah i get that right <laughs> <laughs> I'm I didn't not disagreeing with you at all. But, <laughs> so that's, you can get more use out of the Meridian than the sarcophagus, so at least there's that. So you said, whether you intended to say it or not, on a previous podcast, that we were supposed to have another officer do this arc. And if that officer was a mining officer, I would shut up. Right? If that was a TNG officer that somehow integrated with Picard and was going to boost mining or do something related, then I'd be like, all right, I'm on board, because they at least tied it back into being a TNG arc. And if yeah. they said, you know what, we're going to take a TNG break, we're going to do this quality of life and give you this ISO miner that we think pe some people may want, and we said, all right, we're going to take a break, and we're going to start TNG up again after this, that would have been like, great, let's do it. But I just, you know, again, and kind of like you were with TOS, TNG is my very first love of Star Trek, and it feels like that they are they're going to release like seven officers when they should have released 50 and i'm just like it's so frustrating to see a wasted month like this go by where they could have really done something cool well from from the perspective of story i can get where you're coming from but let me ask you this and and while i totally get your point the, the feature that we got was the Isogen Miner. No specific officer for it at this point, uh, other than, you know, Arium and Mackinnon. But aside from that, are we, if we did get quality of life upgrades, we did get the Meridian, which is arguably a quality of life update itself. Um, is, there, is there a lot that we should be angry about just because it wasn't super TNG heavy? 
Like, are, are we mad that they didn't call it an interlude arc? Because, because we do still have, at least story-wise, we still got some TNG. We're going to have some events around TNG. We're going to have Riker Week starting tomorrow. I mean, is there, is there a lot of anger that should happen even, even though we did get a lot of quality of life updates and we did get a lot of events that are paying out arguably decently well? I know not all of them have, have hit the mark, but I mean, gosh, I, you know, I even said during the last show, I remember that somebody told me that they picked up like 10 billion steel and somebody said, well, that's nothing. I figured my number had to be wrong. It definitely was wrong because so far this week I've picked up over 15 billion and i'm only a 41 you know so i feel like that's paying well should we should we be upset that it's not like super tng heavy so uh i'll put it to you this way uh dj if in school you handed in a uh research paper on the pythagorean theorem in your modern u.s history class what kind of grade (laughs) do you think you would have gotten well okay fair point I mean, that's, the, that's my point, right? I mean, you're right. Maybe by the end of this arc, it's going to feel a lot more like TNG with Riker Week and the other things that they've got going on, and it will maybe come back around and kind of feel that way. But at least in the here and now, in this first week with the Miner and the Miner having no other tie-in, it just, it, it, it's frustrating. And that's, and that's, and, and you and I have talked about this privately, but that is, that's my concern is, you know, and again, if the rest of the arc is really just hammering home TNG and we continue to get the good rewards and the milestones have been fixed. Cause Oh my God, were the milestones and the ticketed events on Friday awful. Um, you know, then, then I'll be like, all right, it recovered and we're fine. But I, we do I'm need to, yeah, we do need to, to have a discussion. We need to send that back up. There wasn't, um, a whole lot of conversation that I had over the weekend regarding the ticketed events with Scopely. I know that, that some of the milestones felt uh, exaggerated, maybe is the is the right word. Uh, except it was it was in an unorthodox way. Like normally, when milestones are off, we're looking at like the number of hostiles we have to kill, or this or that. This this time, it was a little bit different because we had like, for example, the epic shards. That one was that one was. I don't want to say it was tough because it wasn't at all. For for me and for a lot of players who had currency bank, but if you didn't have the currency, then that felt that probably felt daunting. Although I have to wonder how that scaled down. See, like like for you, Bubba Joe, how are you doing with say transporter patterns or ultra recruits or anything like that? I mean, did you have a good bank? So I have ultra recruits, but I'm not going to use them with the ultra recruit chest configured the way it is right now, where I have enhanced ability to get rare officers. Why in the world would I want to have an enhanced percentage to get rare officers that I have? Well, I thought I thought you might have liked like Mackinac or DuPont, although I will say that. Oh, no, Mackinac's not in there. It was just DuPont, right? So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I actually did blow my bank of ultras this time. Uh, because I was interested in trying to level up DuPont. Plus, uh, you know, I did see floating around the Discord a lot of people having redonkulous luck with full pulls. Like, I, I don't know if that formula got tweaked a little bit with this iteration of the chest, but there were a lot of full pulls. Hey, of course, I didn't get one. Um, you remember, what, remember when I told you guys I spent 100,000 Ultras and I didn't get a full pull, and we said, statistically, that feels impossible. Well, I dropped another 60 grand. 
this time and still did not get a full poll. I was like, man, you gotta be DJ, kidding me. I, I haven't had a full poll in like eight months. Dude, I'm telling you, like, I think, I, I don't know Ripper, but I am at the point where I'm ready to ask one of our buddies to look at my account because there has to be a reason that st- I'm, I'm. I mean, maybe it's because I have too many of the officers maxed, and then you know your your likelihood of footballs goes down. Well, I I don't know. I I which, which I can see happening. Like I can see how that might be a thing. Well, but, yeah, but know. there's still a lot of officers I don't have maxed. I mean, five and ten and. And any of the yeah, but you know, like Dupont. I mean, you I, might not get a full pull of those, but you might like. So, so if you have an officer max and you get a full pull for that, that it might just be that that one just disappears into nothingness. Uh, you don't think it converts to dust? I could imagine it doesn't. Well, I maybe, but maybe I don't know for true. sure. That's just but, a guess. Well, but, I tell you, you know, I, it, I am that's the point. only explanation I have because I mean, like eight months is like insane. That must be hundred, it is. like, like two hundred, three hundred thousand auto yeah. control. I am at the point of asking for someone to look at my account specifically and tell me why I'm not getting full polls. You know, because it, and and I can't be the only one. Bubba, just out of curiosity, now, you, of course, you say that you're not spending your ultras now for that particular event. Let's let's discuss this event. Uh, with you for a second you say that i didn't want to spend it you know on the off chance of upgrading a couple of rares which i don't really want or need which is fine um and of course the ticketed event itself still presented you with a choice um and and i know please please don't take this on the cheek i'm not i'm not patronizing you in any way shape or form uh, because i I know you and i have had extensive conversations but it, it would that not be would that not be in in that particular form would that not be um a scenario where you could say, hey, listen, yeah, and, and maybe you did this, I don't know, a scenario where you say, listen, not worth it, you know what I'm saying, like, like, would you, would you have entered the ticketed event if, uh, or, or let me, let me rephrase, would you have not entered the ticketed event because there were no ultras that you could do, like, was that in your mindset? But real, real quick, I was going to say, um, I've noticed before that the rare full pulls don't necessarily, when you're doing the ultras, don't actually show up on the screen like, hey, lucky pool, and you miss them sometimes. Like, if you, you actually have to look through your officer shards that you're getting, and you'll see all of a sudden you'll have like 40 rare officer shards, and you count them up, you have more officer shards. You got a, you got a full pool, a lucky pool, but it doesn't like blaze across your screen. Yeah, so the, I yeah, think that's see that might be an issue because I have all the rares maxed. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, and then also, yeah, the same thing, yeah. like if you count up your transporter patterns, you're like, wait, I got an extra 30 shards out of this. Yeah, like, that officer yeah, totally d- sitting at the top of the list with the most shards added, but you didn't get like the full pull lucky animation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're like that would be my guess is you're actually just not seeing the animation and you're not looking through your list and you actually got a, a rare full pull. So just every time you do a pull like that, just check the first three officers for any big coins. Uh, <laughs> uh, see, I I do usually look because what I'm looking for there is kind of like Ripper. I'm looking for specific officers that I'm working on. Um, like, like in this case, I did spend 60,000 ultras because I thought, well, hey, I would like to take advantage of a 2x DuPont. And Thanks. since he hasn't been available, I thought I'm going to go ahead and try to see if I can get him tiered up. I, I ended up falling short. 
Um, I'm still short, like probably 15 or 20 shards. Uh, and, and I even thought, you know, and, and listen, I did, I did okay. I figured I probably got like between two and three shards per 4,000. But I mean, if you think about that, I'm so two or three shards per, per 4,000, I am 40,000 more ultras away from, you know, getting him maxed. And if I did, I mean, that's two packs, I think, right? How many ultras come in a pack? Like twenty some thousand, so I don't know. I don't think I'm going to spend that much on him. But I'm also close to five of ten. I'm close to ten of ten. So I mean, those ultras might might be worth it. But back to to my original point was even if if Dupont was the only thing you wanted out of that, was it were the rewards in the ticket worth you entering anyway, or did you pass? Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Uh, I don't know what happened there. Uh, so uh, I would have passed because if I have to go and get uh, 132 epic shards, I would much rather do that in an event that gives me 260 of each uncommon part, like the normal event that you get yes. for six hours, yeah. as opposed to the resources that I get in that ticketed event. And the ticket okay. event was twice as many as what I would need there. So that's, I mean, that's, that's what I'm looking at, right? And, and anyone who's over Ops 40 realizes that, um, that the actual gold press latinum is the uncommon uh, ship parts because that is the thing that is going to limit all of your ship growth. So to me, that is far more worth it than the materials that were in that ticketed event. Again, it's kind of like when they manipulated the ticket events back in TOS Arc 3 and they said, hey, let's put some new things in here, some new efforts. And, and you know, this one is one where, like, yeah, if I'm going to invest and in having to get epic shards of something, it's going to be something that is far more worthwhile than just materials and uh, resources. Well, I don't disagree uh, on this point. When we did our huge outcry in March and April and even May, it was all about simple, cheap uh, objectives because the ticket event itself was the premium. You know what I'm saying? So uh, you, basically, Bubba, what you're saying is, is that the ticketed event kind of feels a little bit double dippy, like you're having to significantly invest into the ticketed event in which you have already paid, right? Correct. Yeah, I can I can absolutely see that. Um, and so that needs to be something that, that we have a conversation about, hopefully before the next time that it runs. Um, I so know... Go ahead. Can, can we talk about the other ticketed event? There was a hostile event, and that's fine. It is what it is. No one's going to, I mean, people may not like the milestones there, but it, was, it wasn't It was like it was grossly out of date. The away team's assignment is the other one that they introduced. And you know my problems with away team's assignments, but I'm, I'm <laughs> trying them again, right? So I'm, I'm working back through it. But it's the same milestone that we would typically have for a two- or three-day away team's assignment event, which is okay for a two- or three-day away team's assignment event because you normally have one, two, three, and five-day away team's assignments to be able to get those points. And this was a one-day ticketed event, the same milestones. Like, well, how? what are we expected to do? So we have to pay for a ticket, and then we have to pay to get speed-ups, or we got them from uh, the, the new daily, which is nice. Um, but you're, you're having to pay for the ticket and pay for the speed-ups just to participate in the 24-hour event that used to be 48 or 72 hours. I mean, yeah. that's, and like, in the milestone would have been half or a quarter, that would have been okay. Well, and in fairness, too, the, the first away team assignment ticketed event that presented did not actually give you, there was not enough days for you to amass even, even I think, it, it, the first one came on, what, day two or day three? So at that point, you could have only earned 
24 hours of away team's assignments, uh, speed-ups at that point. So somebody who was unlucky enough to pull a five-day epic uh, in their RNG would have not had an opportunity without spending, you know, refresh tokens. So, so yeah, what we need to do is, is you know what, now it's interesting to me, Bubba, I, I have to say this, and it's, and it's a discredit to me. I wonder why I don't feel as double dippy about this as I did in March. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's weird because you and I were having a conversation and I thought, you know, I wonder, because I mean, I did all three of mine. You know what I'm saying? I, I, so I didn't, I didn't experience trouble with it. And, and I wonder why I failed to kind of recognize that. Like, is it because is this a level 50 issue? Like, let, let me ask, did another 40 uh, or a 39 or a 41, did, did you struggle with the recruiting ticketed event or did you even do it? Or, you know, I, I've got, you know, I happen to have some speed ups and I happen to have a couple of assignments already running. So I didn't find a lot of, tr a lot of challenge in that event. I knew that there was an away team assignment event coming up. So I kind of started a few that were going to end during that time, even if they were a couple that I wouldn't have normally done. But if I'm not mistaken, I did still have to spend speed ups. I did, you know, so I'm kind of curious how other people responded to that particular ticket. I, I think just because I had some of the currency banked, it didn't strike me as odd. But, you know, yeah, I guess a lot of people who don't make that a part of their daily play or don't have that currency banked up would have looked at it as absolutely a premium spend. So I'm kind of disappointed that I missed that, Ripper, to be frank. DJ, um, I passed on both of them uh, for the same reasons and Bubba, and I'm Ops 44. That uh, the officer won, it seemed too expensive for what it was giving, and the the uh, event, the um, the shuttle one, it's, uh, it's it was like, oh, it's only 24 hours. There's no chance I'm going to make it without spending. I'm not going to spend Right. You know, so that, that needs to be something that we take back up. And, and thankfully, we've actually got a little bit of time because I don't think the next ticketed event is supposed to run until Friday. So perhaps we can get in and, and uh, take a look at these milestones. So let me ask some of, the, some of the players who did struggle. And again, please forgive me. I'm not looking at the chat. Um, but if you don't care, what just uh, in voice, somebody throw out some figures like Bubba what would you if you were writing this okay and again keeping in mind that the that the mindset should be relatively simple completion because the entry to the event is the premium reward itself that's the premium is buying the ticket so if we're going to try these new things if we're going to use away team's assignments if we're going to do hostels if we're going to do you know uh, uh, recruiting what should yeah be ready go ahead what should the milestones be see i'll give an example i mean i don't know i mean i basically discord has been acting wanky for me i didn't hear half the conversation for the past 10 minutes but just i'm talking about for the recruit event if we do the heroic it's 1600 i mean 1600 points which is 42 epic shards and you get 69 million Tricanium, and you get like what 200 and something change of each uncommon parts that is so much more worth it than spending a ticket and then spending 132 epic shards on the ticket event doesn't make any sense 
Out of curiosity, what did your ticketed event pay as compared to a heroic recruiting event? It didn't pay that much. I mean, I don't remember the number right now, but it wasn't very overwhelming. The only reason I did it is because I wanted to max a particular officer. So I did it because I was going to do it anyway. But otherwise, I would never have chosen that ticket. So therein lies one argument that Scopely is going to bring back is that players, of course, could have chosen. My argument is always a little different. My argument is, as a player who chooses to spend, I should be able to do all three of them. You know, and, and, and that's exactly. a little bit, yeah, that's a little bit of a tricky argument, I, I admit. But it's also one that I take kind of seriously because, listen, at the end of the day, if I'm spending money, Scopely wants me to continue spending money. If Bubba is spending money, Scopely wants Bubba to spend money. So what, what kind of events should we be seeing that are going to encourage us consuming the tickets, which cost money? You see what I'm saying? If Bubba didn't spend a ticket on that event, then Scopely failed, in my opinion. If the event wasn't enticing enough or simple or easy enough to complete to not to, to warrant not spending a ticket, then the ticketed event itself is a fail. I believe that the that from a business perspective, the intention of the ticketed events should be to sell tickets. Okay, you see what I'm saying? But let me give you this my my this thing. Till today I have gone I've done every single uncommon ticket events. I will not this arc. Hello. Can I say Yo, something? Absolutely. Welcome to the stage. Who's this? Hello, Theo. Hello, Theo. What do you got? Um, I'm 43, and I finished all three within some minutes. I mean, the recruit one was one pool of ultra chess, so a full pool of ultra. It was done. And the away teams, I mean, everyone knows. You see the calendar. I had some prepared, so I finished it, just clicked all through, and, and it was finished as a 43. So I had no, there was nothing on it. So it was but, five minutes, and, and okay. everything well, was Well, and you know what? To your, to your credit, I kind of was that way, too. Now, I didn't only spend one, I didn't only spend one full pull of ultras. Like, you must have gotten a lucky pull in there, too, <laughs> because, because it required a lot of shards. Um, it was, I think, what did you say, V-Ready, like 15,000 points, um, or 16,000? I don't remember what it was, but, but nonetheless, you had done the math. It was like 160-some epic shards is, is basically how it broke out. So, and of course, that counted, it counted rares too, just to a smaller degree. So maybe you got a, a full pull or a lucky pull in that if you only had to spend, you know, 4,000 ultras, you had to have gotten a pull. I, of course, didn't. So I spent a lot more than that. But again, I chose to be okay with that because I thought, well, I can make some progress towards trying to tier DuPont. I was kind of really hoping I was going to be able to tier up DuPont. So I, I chose to, in fact, do that. V-Ready says, hey, I've got an officer. I'm going to tier up. I'm going to choose to do that. Bubba Joe, on the other hand, says, listen, there's nothing of value for me in this chest. So I'm not going to spend and therefore had to sit out. So, and, and same thing with the away team's assignments. If you click through a couple of times, you probably use some speed ups or refresh tokens. And not everybody's going to be in the same boat, especially given how Scopely has monetized those things. So I do agree and even validate your point because I did the same thing, which is why in my original first conversation with Bubba, I was like, I was really surprised to hear his frustration because for me, I had, I had no problem problem with it now you know where i'm you know bubba to your point 
you know where I'm going to struggle with it next time is on the next time it runs because I spent all 60,000 of my ultras that day. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So the, you're right. The, the milestones being somewhat steep, that's going to bite me on the next time that it runs because I'm not going to have any currency to run at that point. So, um, you know, you're, you're absolutely right about the, the depth of those. So that's why I want to circle back to my question. Bubba, if you were writing this event, keeping in mind simplistic, easy to approach with the business intent of just getting a player to spend tickets, where would you have placed those milestones? So I think for the officer event, I probably would have put them somewhere around, you know, maybe, maybe two full epic pulls. So whatever that averages out to. Um, something like that, that you could have then also equivalenced from some of the other chests. So that probably would have put the points somewhere around, if we just assume half and half, that's a hundred and whatever each. So it's probably something on the order of 3,000 points as opposed to 16,000 points, just something like that. Um, and then for, uh, for let, me, the... let me hang on one sure, second. Let me, let me math this in my head. Somebody help me. With I know the the epics were a hundred. What were rares? Were they say fifty? Is that about what they were? I, I don't remember. But Ripper, maybe you can tell us if you can see the event. Was it was it roughly fifty points for a rare huh? shard? What? In the in the ticketed event for the recruiting, how did the points? When pay? did that run? Uh, ran. It was either Friday or Saturday. I ran Friday. I'm pretty sure it was Friday. Friday. Yeah, Friday. It's Friday. What is the date of that? So today's the 11th, 10th, 9th. It would have been the 9th. Okay. So I'm guessing, I'm guessing that it would have been roughly 50 uh, mm. for a rare, is I guess what I'm, what I'm thinking it should have been. So well, let's be... say, and, it's, and what is the breakdown of an ultra? It's 50 50, right? 50 etra, uh, 50% epic, 50% rare. Correct. Right. Lucky. It was. 50 for rare and 100 for epic. So, let's say 250. So, you're saying 750 points per 800. So, you know what? I think that's close enough. Let's just call it even for even. Let's call it one point per ultra recruit token. So, so if you pull 4,000 ultras, should, in average, you know, should yield you 4,000 points. Should. So I think three thousand might be a little bit light, even for your metric. That's true. That's true. So, um, so maybe it's so maybe, four, maybe it's five or six thousand, something like that. So yeah, so you think of what yeah, it was? Maybe half of what it was. Maybe at like eight thousand, which would be enough for roughly eight thousand ultras. Okay, I can see that ish, eight thousand ish. But the points are like it's different per level, you know. Also, the I don't the know. Well, hang on a second. I don't know that they were because Bubba yes, had sixteen thousand. V Ready had sixteen thousand. I had sixteen thousand. So maybe no. they were different per level underneath thirty nine, but forty plus all had the same because we were all sixteen thousand. Uh, See, look at that. Avocados is level thirty nine with eleven. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, the same across the board. That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that also not. No, no, no DJ. Hold, hold on. No, no, no. You didn't have. Wait, how much did you have, DJ? I had 16,000. I wrong. did. No, you are wrong. You are 100% wrong. I had 13,200. It was 13. Was it 13? I'm sorry. It was 13,200. 13, yeah. What did you so have, Bubba? You had 16,200. I had 13,200. Well, okay. Whatever it was, I knew it was the same as what Bubba had. 
Yeah, because I was 16, shocked at that. So you were wrong. Okay, it wasn't 16, but I still... It yeah, was still it, the same it, it as appears, level 50. It, it appears 40 plus was 13,200. But below there, I was scaling. Like I think mid-30s was 5,500. Well, okay, so no, let's look... 30s, hold on, let's look at Omicron's perspective then. Omicron is a level 39. His was 11,000. And he says, still too high. I could not do the event. So yeah, maybe we need to maybe we need to look at half of those things. Omicron, just out of curiosity. So eleven thousand points was too high. That would have been the equivalent of you spending roughly, roughly sixty four hundred ultras. Roughly. No. No, that's not what we're saying. We're saying twelve thousand ultras, roughly, right? Ish. Really? Right, yeah, could be. Yeah. <laughs> that may be a little rich. Maybe a little rich. I think Baba was made, making it very clear. He was using as a benchmark the the free events that, that rotate in the calendar. Yeah. And what we're doing at the moment. So if against that benchmark, it was twice the normal price and it was not twice the reward. So he didn't do it. And I, so that was the way I did it. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't twice. It was three times because we get 6,300. It's no. much more. Yeah. No, normally, the, 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 the free one that is for solo, the solo milestone one, is like 6,000 points. And yeah. this was 13,000, so that's twice. Yeah, a little over double. So, yeah, so maybe we should look at, look at looking at roughly halving those. All right, let's look at the well, uh, also, away team assignments. Also, the, the regular event sure. is 6,000 points, but it's also 150 for an epic instead of 100. That's yeah. true. It is. The, they changed the metric there. It's 150 for epic, I think 50 for, uh, yeah. So no, it's not borrowed, you piece of... Oh, I'm sorry, we are recording, right? <laughs> <laughs> Ripper's uh, fighting code. All right, let's look at the away teams then, Bubba. Uh, away teams assignments, and uh, are you also thinking roughly halving those? Because what, what it was, 500, you needed three. You needed to complete, complete. And by the way, successfully, if you failed, you got half the points. But you had to successfully complete three epics or, you know, a combination thereof. Uh, you could do it with six rares um, and, I guess, 15 uncommon. So, I mean, it, it would have been a lot. Anyhow, 24-hour um, event. Let's go back to a solo milestone like, uh, like Bubba had mentioned when it was 72 hours. What were the points required then? I think it was also 1,500, wasn't it? It's the exact same as it was. It's the exact same as it was for the ticketed event. Yeah. So those theoretically should be cut by 67%, down to 500 points, a, a third. Yeah, right? that's what I was thinking. So I was thinking a third, so 1,300 is what you needed. So divide by three, you would end up with roughly 400. You know, you can either round it off to 400 or you can do the exact number. But yes, I was thinking somewhere between four and 500. Okay. They'd probably divide the rewards by three. Well, you know, here's the thing, though, I, and I will say this. When, when we have gone to Scopely in the past with ticketed event suggestions, they have been relatively receptive. Um, they, always have, they haven't always been able to reiterate, like, immediately and in real time, but we've also complained about rewards and, and the event itself. Like, for example, doing research, for example. They weren't able to change that event, but changing the milestones, I think, is realistic. So we're not complaining about the payouts. We're not. 
We're not complaining even about the task. We're just complaining about the the milestone. We're complaining about the points, which kind of funny enough, if Gregor was here, he'd come back and be like, "Uh oh, are we having another conversation about points, payouts, and milestones?" You know, because that's what it always comes down to with him is points, payouts, and milestones. So um, very well could be something that, and hey, we do have four or five more days. You know, maybe this is something that I can tackle tomorrow and maybe be able to see something uh, change, you know, and and look at it uh, across the board and see if we can get the points adjusted a little bit. That, that, may, be, that may be nice. We shall see. But we've got time, Bubba. And I, and I want to thank you especially for for bringing it to me in pm because again i didn't experience that frustration this this run because i had the goods you know what i'm saying and i didn't really give it any thought i just completed it because i wanted the payouts and i, I had the tickets um i bought tickets so i just decided i was gonna do them all you know and i i was kind of one of those people that didn't give a whole lot of thought to the process planning down the road so i appreciate you especially making it an issue that needs to be followed up on. Um, I do want absolutely be ready. What you got, my friend? Um, Do you remember that Scopely claimed that they cannot actually actively change an event or the rewards after it's been launched? No. So they can change rewards. Uh, They can even... Yes, they did actually very, very recently. I noticed that and I even... They like to not them. do it because that, uh, especially thought, not for milestone uh, events. You said, you know, yeah, yeah, it's really because tough. that's going to end up in a mess because tough. then you have people uh, with different uh, rewards uh, and you know. Uh, 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 DJ's in a garbage disposal. They very complicated. So what you're talking about, be ready, is the apex action. Okay, jerked on this one. I think it would have actually been better for them to have left it alone. Right? Ironically, they made their 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 job harder by changing it midstream. All right. Uh, and and even though I was in that room and I was with uh, some of the mods and we were talking about that, uh, I was a little bit late to the conversation. They had changed that V ready before I had really kind of started in on the conversation. If it had been me, I would have said leave it alone, and then. You have a very simple query. If player completed event, then compensate this chest with the Apex Research Medals. You see, now what they're going to have to do is essentially two queries. If player completed before X amount of time, which is when they made the switch, then give this comp. And if they completed after, then give this other comp. You see what I'm saying? Uh, They did change it. And if I am betting, if I'm a betting man, that uh, that individual learned a difficult lesson because he he doubled his workload. Now, if he had left it be and then given everybody the same comp, then it would have been much easier for him. So, um, yes, Ripper's right. They don't like to. It creates problems. It creates more work. And now we're seeing it. Um, if it had been me, I would have left it alone, just made the announcement, hey, you know, we're either going to leave this alone and let everybody earn it, and then there wouldn't have needed to be a comp in the first place, um, and we're going to fix it for the next run. You see what I'm saying? That would have been the desired outcome. 
But yeah, but, they, it's, but at the end of the day, they didn't even need to do a compensation chest if they had just left it because those trophies would have given people a heck of a lot more medals anyway. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, if they had left <laughs> so, it alone, if they had left it alone, no comp would have been necessary at all. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I agree. Now, I think but it was, they... but it was really funny because on official, I was on official Discord when it all happened, and it's just like everyone was like, it's like, like, well, see, this is this is why it happens when you complain about everything. Yeah, there was there was well, like, and, good and I'll say this: they needed to address it. They had to have oh, addressed sure. it because then the sure. next event, when they changed <laughs> it back to the medals, everyone would have complained it was nerfed. Oh yeah, you know. Totally. So yeah, they totally had to uh, they had to acknowledge that the mistake had happened. But again, yeah. if you just said, "Hey, we're just going to let everybody keep the more valuable currency, and uh, we'll fix it on the next run," no, yeah. no comp would have been necessary, and the announcement would have gone out, and everybody would have been able to get it. And and it, you know, again, be ready to answer your question. That's why they don't change stuff like that. Now, there is a scenario where they can't. Okay, times cannot be changed. Can't be done. Yeah, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Times and milestones can't be changed once the event's running, but rewards Actually, can. Milestones can, but okay. metric metrics cannot. Okay, yeah. objectives cannot. So, so uh, now, hang on, hang on. I know what Ripper's going to argue. He's going to say, <laughs> "Well, they've done that." If the if the scoring mechanic exists already in the event, then it can be changed. But to introduce a new scoring mechanic is incredibly difficult so for example when we had right. when we had the pvp uh bonus systems here not this month but i think last when they had the warp 120 problem right ops right v ready you remember you could not get to your bonus system because of warp 120 you recall they were able yeah, to change know. that system during the event because the mechanic the scoring mechanic already existed that hook was there they just had to change the system you see so that was able to be done but the hook was already there when they have to change or modify hooks <coughs> let's say for example your event launched and there was no bonus system adding a bonus system is is apparently harder than changing the bonus system now that being said i think ripper probably has more insight even than i do i think they can do more than what they let on however for this reason here today is why they don't you know what i'm saying i mean of it, it's it can do a bunch of things but some things are just a massive pain in the ass exactly so and this one for this poor guy would you believe i think i said this i may not have i don't remember if i did or not would you guys believe that this art all right now bubba is gonna he's gonna tease me he's gonna say yep sure can uh, I think for the most part, this arc has been written decently well. Okay, maybe they missed a ticketed event or two. But look at the calendar. Look how full it is. Look at the good things that they've done. Look at the SMS pairings with all the leaderboards. Look at the auction pairing, more specifically. How huge is that? All right. How uh, You look at how full the event calendar is. You look at the payouts that look phenomenal, probably record-breaking. Now... I might give this guy a pass on on missing a ticketed event or two, Bubba, because would you believe this is his first arc ever? But it was first anyway. arc ever. <laughs> first arc he's ever written, okay? Now, all that being said, and I'm not saying that to, to earn him a pity party. What I'm saying is 
maybe that's why I'm a little bit more forgiving because I think he's done a hell of a job. I mean, he had a lot of great ideas. So maybe a milestone or two was missed. But his ideas, the solo milestones and the, and the Armada timers and the pairings of events and the ticketed faction hunt. And again, I know some people don't like the ticketed faction hunt, but the bottom line is he gave you more than you've ever been able to get, even still for free. And even more if you want to go down the premium route. This is his first arc, and I think he had a great load of great ideas. Now, if we miss it, but he learned a valuable lesson, didn't he, Ripper? Don't mess with an event midstream. <laughs> he learned a lesson. And, and I, I think that he will remember that lesson for a long time. This one should probably not have been knee-jerked. He probably needed to just leave it be and then change it, make the announcement, but then change it for next time. And uh, now, because now, and by the way, I say that he has to design two different comps, but guess what? There were three events. And you can't use the same bundle code more than once, for example. Like, you can't, like for example, I can't say, okay, this person entered two events, so he gets two of bundle one, two, three, four, five. ID code one, two, three, four, five. I can't say he gets two. You can only present a bundle once. Same thing as missions, for example, right, Ripper? You can't, mm -hmm. you can't allow multiple missions. You can't allow the same mission to be claimed by a player more than once. Same thing for a bundle. Unless you were going to put it on a timer, but then people would complain about that. So what he has done for himself is not created two different bundles. He actually has to create six. One bundle prefix and one bundle postfix for each of three of events. Three. Six total bundles. You tell me if he's having a great weekend. <clears throat> you see what I'm saying? So he's probably learned a little lesson with that. But you know what? That comes with experience. That comes with time. And, and as I mentioned, I'm not telling you it's his first arc to earn, to earn any kind of accolades or, or sympathy or lenience. Well, maybe lenience. I think he deserves a little bit of lenience because I think this has been... I think it's been from a from a creativity standpoint, been a very very good arc. And Bubba, I, I know that you're going to disagree on how everything was tied together, but also keep in mind, keep in mind what is actually Ops's responsibility. The features are not. So Ops basically sits down in a meeting and Design says, "Hey, the Meridian is coming out in July, so there you go." All right. Design, so, by the way, has absolutely nothing to do with the IP calendar. So when so Design are, says, I'm going to give you this ship in July, then Ops comes back from legal and they say, okay, this is going to be TNG, and here is Riker that you're going to put out. <clears throat> all right? Uh, we couldn't get the other guys, so Riker's all you got. So now the Ops guy has to say, okay, I've got one officer, and I've got an isogen mining ship. How the hell am I going to put all this together? That's his job. That's easy. Just add like 15 faction hunts and you're done. <laughs> well, there was a lot of mining and there's been a lot of faction hunts. Okay. But again, we, I, and I, and I, I do understand that it's not our job as players or as consumers to understand this breakdown. We just look at Scopely, the company. I totally get that. But I guess, and, and I've said this before, you know, I said it with panic, 
when people like to give him a hard time. I specifically remember Mac saying, you know, listen, to, to me, Panic is a, uh, is a Scopely representative, and he represents the company. To me, Ultimate DJs, Panic was a buddy. He was a friend, you know, and I know what he was responsible for and what he wasn't, which is why I constantly said, guys, he gets, he gets called out on the poop far more than he actually deserved, you know. Uh, this arc runner, I think, is doing a fantastic job, and Bubba's argument would be he's done a fantastic job with very little. They didn't give him much. They gave him an isogen miner, and they gave him Riker and said, make an arc. Now, how stressed out would you be if that was your first ever arc in a legendary series, Next Generation, and you were told to make, you know, whatever, $100 million or whatever the benchmark is, and here's all we're going to give you. See what I'm saying? It's tough. Well, I, I, from, from the perspective of could, it had, could have it had been worse and he made Riker a isogen mining officer sure it could have been worse like the, the players would have revolted at Riker being a mining officer because you know so Riker because <laughs> I mean it, the same thing that happened with Spock I mean people would have been just so upset at that but I, I you know to, to counter your point and I'm not gonna I don't want to get into a big argument about this but are you saying then that we have just been insanely lucky for the last 15 months that they've been able to tie in the features to the story and that, that it's just been a happy accident? I, not all of it. No, of course. Um, I think that, I think that discovery was certainly, was certainly planned out the way that it, that it was implemented. Okay. Summons and, and although, you know what, let's pretend for a second, it could have been a happy accident. All right. Let me tell you something that, is passed so i don't think maybe it's a violation of nda it probably is so forgive me did you know that the original name of summons was called warp towing and that it was actually in development before they secured the license for discovery that warp towing so i may argue bubba that summons was able to be polished and released in such a way that that they found themselves maybe lucky, maybe the happy accident, or maybe they held warp towing until, you know, like once warp towing was done, okay, let's say warp towing was actually done three months prior, but then they knew they were getting discovery. We're like, well, my God, we got black alert coming. Let's just hold and we'll release this together. That could have happened. That could have happened. But the summons feature itself was in development long before. Scopely secured the rights to Discovery. So, that one, and I'm only telling you that story, Bubba, because I know, I know that story. Um, as far as Sarko, I don't really know. I mean, like I said, that ship was just hot trash. And, and by the way, that ship could have been named anything. I mean, really, truthfully, slapping a skin on something in this game is not overly complicated. So they could have had the quote-unquote territory capture ship and then... 20 days prior to launch named it sarcophagus and got a skin for it. You know what I'm saying? Because its ability had nothing to do with anything. It was just its name and it's, and it's cosmetic it, the way it looked. That was the only thing that had anything to do with, with discovery. And, and that is arguably not very complicated. The, the feature though, the function of the ship was 
probably in development for at least a few months, I would imagine. I don't think that they can write a ship in a month. I, th- I think it probably takes a couple of months. So I don't know that I'm going to say it's all an accident. I'm going to say that it's all probably planned out a little bit more than maybe what we give some credit for. Um, and there could be features that are already done that are waiting for a somewhat relevant time to release. That's possible as well. Um, could this ship have been named something different that would have been related to TNG? Sure. I'm not sure why they exactly. called it Meridian. Yeah, I don't know why they called it Meridian. Well, I think they could call it the Particle Fountain, and then it will be TNG. Called it the what? Particle Fountain. So it's, I just looked in, uh, in, uh, for minor episodes of TNG, the seven seasons, came across one of them. Just name it that, Particle Fountain. It's one of the episodes of TNG that had a minor involved. There you go. Weave it better into the story. Yeah, or been. even radioactive garbage scow. Yeah, it could have been a radioactive garbage scow. I remember that episode disrupting warp paths. Maybe that's why its warp speed and impulse are so slow because it's prohibited from going so fast because they're poisoning the environment with their toxic sludge. You know, poisoning that space with their warp particles and yada yada yada. There's there there is some better things that they could have potentially done with the ship itself. I mean, I don't, the story I don't why think. it's slow kind of makes sense, if you read the description. Oh, so you didn't do that. <laughs> but, you know, the, the name is just they came up with it themselves. doesn't actually relate to anything, which I find interesting. You know what else is crazy? I just got a pop-up on my phone that my I had zeroed a node and I just logged in and I had 180,000 ISO in my Meridian. Server 15... <laughs> Sir 15's getting lazy. Actually, it's all right. They're all at the pool. I'm fine with it. Keep, keep See, fine. there you go. Don't need protected. <laughs> Don't need protected. Yeah, that was my constant yesterday during the ISO event. I was getting like 150, 160,000 per load. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I managed to zero 400K now. Yeah. Like, in like 20 minutes. <laughs> Goodness. I'm just going to remind anyone that's on top of their bonus refinery that's reset. Oh my God. So I fell asleep last night and missed my 10 o'clock refine. So, yeah. Oh no. Oh my God. I did the the same thing, but thankfully there's an eight hour buffer. And so I've only got two hours left of my eight hour buffer. So, oh no, I I don't have any any raw. I haven't (laughs) refined anything. TG, that's equivalent. I, uh, I missed my eight hours. So I I am down now. Yep. I'm down to four refines because I missed one. First time ever, by the way, literally first time ever in history have I missed my window on a refine. I mean, this is why you need one, friends. God damn it. <laughs> Rippers. This, and by the way, this is what Ripper says he has fun with, everybody. <laughs> you hear him laughing because it's true. Uh, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure dog trainers don't have dogs that behave all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but hey, DJ, um, so with the Ultra token having DuPont in there and this being a mining-based arc, would you feel it, would you be surprised or disappointed if DuPont wasn't part of a regular sourcing after this arc because of his introduction? Oh, of course. Yeah, absolutely I'm going to be disappointed. I, I can already tell you, though, um, I don't expect him to stay. Um, I, I would love it if he did, but I mean, my gut tells me 
No. You know, because they've been so stingy with him. Now, you know what? They can absolutely prove me wrong, Scopely. Here, look at me. I'm throwing off on you. All right? I expect you to take him out of the pack because you're stingy. You know, you know what, DJ? I actually don't think he's going to stay. But not because they're stingy, but because at least they say they're working on changing this well, kind of sourcing. Well, that's yeah. true. They're working on changing it, but that doesn't mean that you have to take this one back out. This is a good addition. He's a valuable officer. You don't have not to take it back out. Well, I think to Ripper's point, I would rather is not. that if they, you know, right now it's like a toggle of the options. So like they don't have an option besides this one that has DuPont in it. And if they just add DuPont to the officer pool, maybe they'll get complaints or something that because they're not ready for their officer overhaul or something. And I'm not sure. I don't know. I would love for him to stay, though, because I, I am, like I said, I'm trying to work on him. But um, I don't know. I, I hope he does stay. I don't expect him. Or at the least for him to show up as like a as a reward for Mining Monday. <laughs> you know, even Swarm Sunday hasn't been reiterated like I thought. I mean, they didn't they tell us after April's arc that they were yes. going to work on Swarm <laughs> Sunday? <laughs> they did. They did. It's July. Hello? Knock, knock. Anybody at home? It's July. And yes, please do. I, I, that event is like meh. Just add, uh, add the 3x Franklin A multiplier. You're good to go. Trying to, what, research, what research did I say earlier that I was going to do for points in the auction? Did I already start it? I can't find it now. I was trying. I've got an open research bay, and I was going to start something, and I was like, "Well, I think it was in the, either in the in the combat or the what do you call? I think combat tree." Were you holding off doing the grade four ship research, or you wanted to do that? No, I was going to hold off on it because it's not giving me any points in the auction. Something scored. Something was taken uncommon. And the Ashton Studio was the building. <laughs> I thought you said no, you were going to do the, was, uh, the, was the enhanced building. summoning. Or was it, it was, the research that needed that astronautics studio? Yeah, it was the aeronautics studio. You're exactly right. Dang it. Dang it! DJ, yeah, I, I usually I really try like to hold off my level, level one researches. <laughs> I really like the idea of the combined SLV and SMS. But there is one small side effect nobody talked about, is that effectively they're telling you the pricing of the blueprints or the, the officer's charts. They're giving you a reference price for the SLB. Mm. <laughs> I, I think I, there's some more value to a full unlock than just the I'm sure yeah. explain this to your competition they'll be like okay as they clean you out <laughs> yeah I don't I don't know if I exactly buy into that 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 there was that the thought process was built into that level of monetization I'll, I'll be honest with you I was involved in uh, in a discussion about this very introduction of this style of SMS. Um, and and I, listen, I don't think it was any secret. I told you guys all along. It's my guess that this is not going to be a gimme, that it's going to be a little bit more expensive because it's going to simulate what you should be doing in the auction. Uh, I think or, it's priced well. I, I think it's okay. I mean, because here's the thing. If you're going to play that's, in an auction... That's not my point. My point is not that it's too high or too low. My point is that it's telling you what they think it should cost. And because it's running three times in a month, you can actually work out the best optimal way to do an app block without going crazy. 
Oh yeah, true. Is, you you can't do that, but I th I don't think yeah. they actually tell you the like the, the value for a full unlock is different than just getting ten shards. Agreed. I do agree with that. Yeah. However, I do agree one thousand percent that they are laying out tools for a roadmap to work towards an unlock. Yeah. You know, uh, and I think that is actually amazing. I think that's a very good thing. Um. So yeah, I'm super happy with with that. And then, that, yeah, awesome. totally. And this has to stay for every auction ever. I hope, I hope it does. <laughs> you know, it it's to. funny. I, I said in, uh, in May, and then I said it again in June. Like, I hope whoever's going next is not sitting back and saying, oh, crap. You know, like, I hope that they're communicating a lot better internally amongst themselves. That way, the next Dark Runner can be like, oh, okay, well, this is working really well. This is really loved. We're going to keep that. I mean, the adjusted, the adjusted segments for the auction made it. So they did. They it did. Does, it was, does appear to be like... Well, and, and that's a very good thing, Ripper, because in... And that was one of even Bubba's complaints leading up into this arc is that they never have learned from their past. I mean, honestly, this is one of the first times that they've ever changed something and then immediately got it right in the very next arc, i.e. ticketed events. It took three months to fix, you would know? You, would you credit that towards the... This new guy who's trying to make the arc happen? Yeah, I think I would. I mean, yeah. he's he's putting in the time. I mean, dude, he messaged me the other night. It was 3 o'clock a.m. my time. That That's midnight his time, and he was working. You know, so, like, I've gotten some messages from him at crazy times. Let me look at my at my message history. He He's been putting in some very late nights. So oh. he's able to whip this out with poor content. Imagine what he can do with good content. <laughs> well, it's kind of, you know, that's kind of what I was driving at a minute ago. I mean, you know, no, I'm not saying that Scopely handed him a turd and said, you know, shine it up. I'm just saying this is what he, he had to work with. Either. <laughs> it, it wasn't, it was, yeah, he didn't, he didn't get, you know, like, yeah, he didn't get summons, <laughs> for example, you know, like, I, I don't know. It, it wasn't, it wasn't the best possible scenario for this cat but i think he's done very very well with it and and if he got uh, and you know what let me let me say this i know that not everybody agrees but i gave a minus in may i gave an a in june this one the you know we're only a week in so it's too early. Grades are too high. my grades are too high everybody knows that but i am consistent if nothing else okay <laughs> listen my my A minus might be your C plus, okay. Uh, my B minus might be your D plus, and my C is going to be your fail. All right. If anything, I have been consistent with my grades, and you know what? Listen, with a school teacher, with a baseball umpire, with a football referee, consistency matters. Okay. It would be different if I graded with no baseline. And I was different all over the all over the map every single arc. I'm not. I might grade too high, but I am consistent. So, so okay. what I'm, you know, I think that's a fair point. If if I've been giving all A's and you guys are giving all C's, then you kind of know how I how I relate to you. But my point is, I feel like me personally, I've graded these arcs very aggressively. I think that all three arc runners. For TNG have actually done a good job comparative to what we have had in the past. I mean, I think they've done well. And I, and I think that speaks to two things. 
one, listen, the ARC runners are the same people who did get, well, not this month, but the other ARC runners have given us ARCs in the past that have not been as good. I think this does signal a fundamental shift. We're looking at things and changing and, and moving things around. Um, I also think, I also think that some fresh blood and some creativity have come in and, you know, with, with one or two of these new guys and they're trying some new things. And if they communicate and if there is more lubrication, if you will, be, amongst this team, then we can start seeing some better things, you know, in the future that they're learning from each other. Because not all of these arc runners are first time arc runners, but TNG overall has been solid. It's been good. Yeah, I would, I would say if I had no basis of the previous quality of the game, I'd give these arcs in the B range. But knowing Star Trek up until now, this is definitely, I would say, the A range <laughs> in terms of comparing. To well, <laughs> thank you. DJ, can I talk about the auctions for just a second? Absolutely. So, uh, so, and I get that they have reduced the brackets, and they probably think that they're doing a very good job. But it, the problem is, is that they're not looking at the player's ability to actually spend materials. And the two ops levels that I'm looking at specifically are ops 40 and ops 50. Neither of them have an opportunity to use yes. buildings to yes. use to use materials. Yes. And so they are at a significant disadvantage compared to the groups they are grouped with. Yes. You are so right. Um so you guys saw on screen when I was on YouTube earlier and here I am right now trying to find something to do for research. I've got an open research bay during an auction. I'm looking for something to do and I don't have anything that that cost a qualifying point metric almost everything i've got cost common or rare g3 rare which is just as worthless all yeah, right you missed that note in my chat i said uh yeah but for someone his ops he's gonna be struggling to find places to spend <laughs> yeah it's it's a challenge i i am right now struggling to find any research that i can do that's going to be worth any points at all like i i did find one a second ago where i could spend a hundred g3 uncommon whoop de doo All right, there's a thousand DJ, points that um, the drop in well, the bucket. I was 41 for nearly six months. My trick was uh, you spend on those researches that need common right now and need other stuff. You do it outside of the auction, and the moment you hit the one level, like tier two, tier three, where the uncommon is needed, you park it for the SLB. Oh, no, I know. I know, and I will do that. I mean, I'm no, I'm no stranger to camping. I camped at, at 39 for almost 10 months. Uh, I can absolutely do that. I just, you know, I'm trying to find some. And listen, let's be clear. I'm not trying to be ultra competitive right now. I'm just trying to do something that I would be doing anyway. Yeah, I'm trying to do something that I would be doing anyway to, to get a few points. And like I said, if I can finish in the top 10, great. If not, that's okay. I still got 10 shards. But if I can finish in the top 10, cool. Here's the thing. I always got to have something running. I've got an open research bay right now. So if I'm going to start a research, I want it to be a research that gives me some points. You yeah, know? Nothing, uh, nothing in Outlaw for Uncommon? Um, very little Uncommon, if not rare. Maybe like the, re the Yamada researches towards the end or anything like that? I actually have those leveled up. They're to the point of taking G4 Common now. Oh, wow. Um, let me see here. 
I didn't even know that it goes from G3 Uncommon to G4 Common. Actually, you know what? You're actually right. I have a research that costs G4 Uncommon. Oh, wow. There we go. Okay. This is planned. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I'm going to do that one. There we go. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so cool. that one. There's always like right. a, for me, there's always like a heap of Uncommon in the Outlaw Tree, eh? Haven't gotten around to spend on. See, I that's just it. I've used a lot of that already. Now I did, you know, crazy enough. I just I just spent two thousand G four uncommon. I got two hundred thousand points, so that that hopefully can help out a little bit. But you know, it is crazy. Um, two hundred thousand points. Yeah, well, and it's not really that much. The FMS milestones, the difference is quite staggering because it's like I'm Ops 39 and I have to get 85,000 points compared to your 460 or 460,000 for C. I, I did hear that the Ops 39s had it pretty easy, you young little whippersnappers. Um, I, I did hear that it was definitely a lot easier. I had to spend, I had to spend almost 5,000 on common. But, you know, again, I, I'm okay with that, to be perfectly honest with you. I mean, I... I would have spent that if I was participating in the auction anyway, you know, like that. I mean, that I would have spent that easily. So having this consolation prize, I'm actually really, really pleased about. And you get G4 Uncommon through sourcing. Yes. Yes, I do. And I I do think that it's like it's a I don't want to say a lot. Someone's going to lynch me for saying a lot. But you know what? I feel like I get a lot more G4 than I ever got a G3. You know, um, oh, you do, but you know, but things cost a lot more. I, I get it, I do get it. Um, but that's even more argument to why the G3 and G4 never should have been the same point value, or at least not the same bracket anyway. I'm really glad that they've changed this auction to be 40 to yeah, 42. They, they shouldn't be at the same, they should not be the same for sure. Not. So, but no, that's but also the I, amount of G4 you get is come actually less compared to what the costs are. Oh my gosh, I didn't even see this. Okay, I just went, I just got a, a notification that I had been attacked. Oh my God, I have to, yay for me. I just got a notification that I was attacked and I come in the game and I'm like, well, my ships are all still there. Oh my God, my Meridian has 200,000 ISO in it. I better send it home. That's because <laughs> two different people attacked me and lost. I have to send you screenshots now. Yeah, uh, Aren't you driving? Huh? Oh, yes, I I am driving, but I'm not doing anything in game. I just got the notification and I checked. I'm not like grinding hostels or anything. (laughs) No, I'm being being safe. I think a level 45 Meridian uh, is like around like 1.3 million in power. So it's a Vidar, you know, fight a Vidar with the right crew. <laughs> Here's the first one. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't take names out. I probably should have. And I'm not making fun. Uh, this is exactly what Clyde was talking about the other night. This is this is just plain genius. Clyde, thank you so much for the idea. You're How so, can you're this so be smart. zero? Oh. Wow, that's uploading very slow. Wonder why. I'm the dumbest person alive. So, but DJ, so that was that was my that's exact point. Ops 40 should not be in a bracket with Ops 41 and 42. They're at a significant disadvantage compared to those players. Yes, they can do what we talked about with the research. They might be able to spend some on ships, but they certainly can't earn it. 
it's it's a problem and they it's like they don't understand the economy of their ops levels when they're putting these groups together every building that you upgrade at ops 49 requires high thousands if not tens of thousands of resources in order for an ops 50 to spend tens of thousands of resources they must also spend two or three times tens tens of thousands in ship parts which are obviously not just readily available they yeah. need to take a closer look at their breakdowns of auctions to make it fair for all of the players. I, I agree with that point. Now, you may recall, Bubba, on a previous show here very recently, I actually suggested putting 40 in with 39, and I was nearly lynched. Um, the 39s have enjoyed the top of their dog pile for a very long time, and and it's, you know... I get that. You don't want to. It, it's like it's like when the sixth graders, you know, or the fifth graders, they rule the playground, right? But then when their school merges into like a junior high, and the, and now the elementary school has sixth graders, like you know, the fifth graders aren't the bosses anymore. So I I kind of I kind of get it. The thirty nines have ruled the roost uh, in their bracket for such a long time. They don't want to add the forties in there. At the same time, the forties need to go somewhere. And you're right, it's really kind of not super cool for them to be competing with 42. Um, on the other hand, and your issue is a little different than mine because I am not fighting the ship parts problem yet. Um, so your issue and my issue are actually two different things. Uh, I can't find things to spend uncommon on because everything costs common. On the other hand, everybody in my bracket seems to be... <laughs> seems to be struggling with something somewhat similar. I'm in fifth place. You see what I'm saying? And I'm not even really trying. Um, that being said, there's still, you know, what, 17 hours. So tomorrow afternoon, I might be singing a different story. But um, I think that even for 42s, listen, not very many 42s have camped for a real long time. I, I would argue that there's not very many players in the in the game that have camped like I have. I did 10 months at 39. Okay. Now I know players do camp. Trust me. I, I know that some do, but I don't know that they camp long enough to do all of the research that's really required. Like when someone says, Oh, I'm max research for my level. I actually find that amusing because that's never the case. Nobody is max research for their level. I have I mean, done this in the early thirties. Well, early 30s is a little different conversation than 39. Yeah, but that, it's more, more, most people are like early to mid-30s that say this, and that's reasonable. And Some that point. can be. That can be, no, even maybe the late 20s. But, but maxing research, and so, you know, somebody said a minute ago that, for example, I should be now knocking out these four-star commons, but staying, you know, prepping the uncommon requirements for when the next auction would happen or this or that. And I don't disagree. I'll do that. I just haven't been 41 very long. So I haven't had time to knock out these researches, but for somebody who's going to camp, uh, depending on how long they've been there, they are going to run out. I, I think that not very many people have camped as long as I have. So at 40 and even 41, maybe even 42, Bubba, I don't think a lot of people have as much, have, have a huge advantage on me research-wise. I'd be willing to bet even 42s are still spending common on some of their research. Maybe not a lot, but some of it because they haven't worked through like somebody who's sat there for 10 Dude, months. I'm, I'm still know? spending comments on research and I'm 45. 
See? See? But that's just because so I focused on leveling because I want to get my pylum. I just want to build it. We have one single pylum on our entire server, and that is in friendly alliance. So if I just get one, I'm already well ahead, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but you're, you're passing up some valuable benefits along the way. Although, once he gets to 46, let's not, let's not pretend for a second that he might not actually truthfully have an advantage if, in fact, well, I don't know, not at 46, because pretty much 46 plus is like a thing now. Uh, but I was going to say, by the time you get the pylum, you're going to be able to have all this research to be able to dump your stuff into. But then again, of course, you at that point would be competing with a 50. So I don't know. Probably I not would. a good argument there. At least the but, only, another good thing of pushing hard is that you get access to efficiency researches faster. Yeah, I've, I've focused on those. Like, I've, I'm, I'm doing those, but... Like, I'm skipping a lot of the other researches because, you know, I can still do them later on. So And they'll be cheaper later on. Yeah, when you get back to them, they'll be cheaper. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I, it, it works for me. Like, it, it always depends. It always also depends on how your server is, right? That's so, true. How, how That's are you true. For example, I, I can't mine. Uh, I can't go over cargo in uh, territory like other places can. <laughs> I am curious. Some of the servers who have forbidden hits in territory, how's that going? Going well. Really? I figured it would start all out war by now. Like, on the entire server, I think there are a couple hits a week. But that's (laughs) about it. I'm pretty sure that answer is very, very highly dependent upon the population of said server. Yeah. I mean, we have over a thousand people. I'm just surprised that more people aren't tempted by all the cargo that's floating around over there. But even if they do, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a person I don't care. Like, if I set a miner on a node, I'm doing ISO mining right now. And if someone kills me, so be it. I don't care. I just repair it and send it out again. It's whatever. I don't care. 45 minutes. Um, I did see a question uh, in the chat. How would I compare the Newton to the pylum? Our server has no Newtons. We have two pylums. And I'm contemplating building a Newton. Well, here's the thing. I guess that depends on who you ask. I think that the Newton, this is going to sound crazy. I think the Newton is easier to obtain because it's Federation. And everything in this game is geared towards Federation and Federation payout and Federation events and, and this and that. So I think affordability-wise on, on unlocking the ship, it will come to you easier than the pylum will. That said, the Newton is a battleship. Pylum's an interceptor, so between the two, all, all parts being equal, the pylum's going to shred it to pieces. Okay. Uh, third, I do know that some players have have Newtons on my server, and they're highly successful with them. The Newton is a very, very good ship. Um, the the main downside is the firing pattern and uh, the, the firing the firing pattern and its speed are huge downfalls. Um, and then, of course, the triangle, which, as it just happens, it's, it's, it's a little weaker. Well, it's susceptible to the pylum in, in a head-to-head combat. So, um, Newton's also kind of like with the, with the Intrepid. It's, kinda, it's more locked to PvE than PvP. It is definitely a good yeah. PvE ship, although 
I mean, Foe has cracked my base many a time with his Newton. So um, I, I, I think that its sheer power has a lot to do with it, but I, I don't think it's a bad ship. I, do I think it's the best level 46 ship? No. I do it's, still think it's, it's the, the worst. I think it's probably the worst of the G, uh, G4 Rares. Um, yeah, I, but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean it's a bad ship. I would, you know? yeah, I would say it's hard to put in third place. DJ, I would describe yeah. it thusly: it is it is the auger of the G four rare ships. See, I love my auger. To put it to me that way makes it sound attractive. I know that's, that's why I put it that way. Well, <laughs> I, I listen. A lot of people underestimate my auger. All right, guys, um, I don't know if I shared with you my final results. I did end up finishing in third place in the PvP event because I got a little bit lazy the next day and I got busy at work. Uh, I finished in third place, but let me tell you some interesting statistics because I counted it up afterwards. Um, Actually, I take that back. I counted it up during. I didn't count afterwards. But uh, after the first day, and I'd spent about an hour and a half, maybe two hours, I amassed 1.2 billion points. 1.2 billion points in the PvP event. I died only 27 times. My total Tritanium investment um, was something like 13 million Trite. All right? 13 million Trite. Now, that's obviously a lot. I get that. But not really for 27 deaths. Okay? 27 times I died. I spent 13 million Trite. I amassed... 1.2 billion points. Now, if you think about that and you break that down a little bit, my auger killed a lot of people. A lot more than it got killed. You know what I'm saying? I love my auger. Now, if somebody's telling me that the auger is like, or that the the Newton is like the auger, I may seriously reconsider not building it. You know, because I wasn't going to build it. But if it is the wolf in sheep's clothing, I'll build it. <laughs> I'm definitely going to build it, but not. not it's not going to be my first ship. G4 it, can't, it, can't, it can't be my first ship either because I'm already at 300 million Romulan rep and I'm at 10 million fed. So it can't be my first ship either. And but... I have both Federation and Romulan both at 300. I have, I have, it's, it's a pain, but I've kept them equal the entire time. Oh my God. It, I can't it's imagine. Worth it. It's actually worth it because you get so much more credits. I know. I just I couldn't I couldn't imagine trying to keep that balance. I did mine. I maxed my Klingon and Romulan by actually going double dual dual rep. That's impressive. Uh, I'm really proud of both of you. Oh man, that's crazy. That's crazy. So I just I just have 140 million to go and 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 ops 46, and then I can build the ship. I, I will tell you this though, the the one thing that I'll say to my credit is that I'm at 300 million Romulan, and I am not trying. I haven't even started to really actively grind rep. I'm not trying. I've done that just with dailies. I've done that just with dailies. I don't have the time to grind massive. That's what what I did, though. I mean, that's how it works. Once you get to 440, you start getting two, like three, four, five million just from dailies and from rep events. You don't even really need to grind. So I'm just I'm just going with it organically. I will go back and probably pick up Fed next because it's way too late for me to try to balance it now. Uh, the problem, though, I will say this. You know what? The same problem that I warned players about two years ago about not doing dual reputation is the same problem I'm going to run into here shortly. 
once I do get to, to a billion and lock in ROM, I'm done with credits. I won't be able to do a ROM daily or at least claim a ROM daily for months while I'm working on Fed. Because if I do, it's going to set my Fed back millions. So I won't be able to claim or do any of those dailies for, for a few months. So, and DJ, that's what just, rippers are avoiding. That's what everybody here who's dual factioning, that's what they've avoided. So one of the things you want to consider uh, for your, G, your personal G4 economy is how do I want to distribute my parts? Again, anyone who's not quite at 40 plus, you're going to have to manage your parts. And so you've probably put some Explorer parts into your jelly, and that's fine to a certain point, and then you're probably going to stop and save it for a faction ship. The thing you have to consider is if you're Romulan, you're going to want a Tribune. So if you're going to want a Tribune, you can get the Newton, but how many battleship parts do you want to put into it because you're just taking those parts away from your Tribune? Ah, well, that's a good that point. That's a very good point. So, but I mean, yeah. you also have to get to 50 eventually. I mean, you know, I, like if you don't spend a lot of money going from 46 to 50, it does take a while. I'm sure it's going to take a long time, but at the same time, too, upgrading a Tribune is going to take tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of parts. Yes. So, you know, even during that time, you're going to be wanting to accumulate all those parts. Now, I think that the point that he was making is, listen, if I get to 1 billion before I'm level 50, which obviously I'm going to, then I have to be careful about spending those battleship parts on a Newton at Ops... 46 because if i'm at my 1 billion in both fed and rom then i hit 50 i'm going to want to spend all that on a tribune so i should be you know and and apparently it's going to cost hundreds of thousands so anything that i can accumulate i should not waste in a ship that i don't plan on taking to the max which is kind of what we which is kind of, hey, what's up, buddy? Which is kind of the same thing we had talked about even with the rare ships, you know, in the G3. You know, should I be building a, a Burrell and a Gladius and, and an Intrepid? And the answer really is no, especially on the G3s because their ops levels are so close together and that path of progression is so fast today. The argument is not quite the same for the G4s because it's still minimum six months between 46 and 50. But that six months can be used accumulating the, the currency that you are going to need uh, for your Tribune. And I mean, you never... also have to get a million credits, which, you know... I mean, I've got, I've got over 500,000 credits now because I've been saving. Of course, that's true. Uh, not only is my source of credits going to dry up because I'm going to stop doing the dailies when I work on my second rep, so I'm going to really cut down on my amount of credits that I can get. But secondly, I will have spent 600,000 credits on a pylum. So well, then no, I'm going to have to 500, go another 500. whatever. 500. Fine. Then I'm going to have to go back and grind down another million. Just get a lucky so. hole. <clears throat> yeah, okay. That's what I'll do. Hey, Scopes! Why don't you hook me up with a tribute? Okay. I take one as well, please. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Working on that. If you're just handing out seven thousand dollars, then yeah, sure, I'll take. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. While we're at it, hey, what did we talk about for our goal? Uh, it was five thousand subs for five thousand epic ships. That's what we're gonna do. Yeah, I, I was about to suggest giving a hundred to fifty people before I realized the logistics of that would be a nightmare. <laughs> oh, oh my god, yeah, that's gonna be it. Be that. 
yeah, I'm out. I, I'm pretty sure even Aries would be like, uh, no, F you. Like, we'll do 10, and that's bad enough. I haven't actually asked him about it yet. I keep promoting this, but I should probably get it cleared. <laughs> it's too late now, DJ. I know. I haven't <laughs> actually gotten it. <laughs> I have not gotten it approved yet. I, I, I don't think that they're going to have a problem with it. I mean, truthfully. Just maybe between now and then, Sculpey will mess up hardware. Here, this is my bargaining chip. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, okay. So, anyway. It's going to be fine. Uh, I, do, I do agree with Bubba uh, in the chat that all the G4s are kind of good at their own thing. It's not as bad as it was with the G3 ships the first time through. Although, you know, somebody's going to argue and say that the Enterprise A is still imbalanced, which I, that's what I've heard. I, I don't know how bad it is. I don't mm -hmm. know if it's as bad as the Augur was for the first year of its life. But um, they're, they, all, they all have decent, they all have decent abilities. Uh, nothing the, the, better. The, 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 the issue is that the ability of the Enterprise A is just meh. Yeah, it's not bad. So it's not broken like the Augur was. It's just the ability is not as good as. As good as, I got you. Yeah. The, 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 the Tribune is just insane. Giving love to them ROMs. But see... G3, it was all about the Entei. G4, sort of fed. And now G4, it's all about the Romulans. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, took, I took uh, a lot of the recommendations from players like Gregor and Big Country and, and Ska, which is why I chose to go Romulan and why I chose to make the pylon my first G4 ship, uh, of course, aside from the Jelly. So um, that's the path that I'm on so far. And I've been tempted. I've been tempted to build uh, the Vortivor. No, Valdor. I've been tempted, but so far I have not. So I've not even spent BPs or anything like that. I've been tempted. The G4 repair reduction, and then, of course, PvP events, which right now, at this moment, it looks as though I may have earned a Reprieve Ripper. It looks like I may be okay with my, epics, uh, my G3 epics until Ops 42. After that, though... After that, though, it, it'll be it'll be a very sad day for Ultimate DJs in PvP events until I get to the pilot. Oh well, why, w um, why yeah. wouldn't you build a Valdor? Why wouldn't I? Well, A, yeah. I don't want to fly it because it's expensive. B, um, if I'm doing PVE, I can do a lot of the same things with my jelly. They take the same materials, so I don't want to start from scratch on a Valdor. When I've, I'm like knocking on the door of a tier six jelly. So the only thing that I've been told, I mean, obviously it's going to be good for PV, uh, PVP, I know, but I've also been told that it's 20 times more expensive to run. And I don't know that I'm prepared for that, you know? So, yeah, has the economy not really caught up yet? I mean, it is, it's doing well, but I, but I'm still not. I'm still not like I don't know I don't have more trite than I know what to do with. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. right now I've got like well I had 500 million earlier but I've spent a bunch on research and ships today. So I'm down to like 200 million trite. I mean that's three repairs of a of but a you tier. You still have three. tokens, right? Uh not a lot, Rip. I spent you do not remember I showed my inventory on the la after the last auction, after the Picard auction, I had less than 100 million trite oh, tokens right. I remember, and raw I remember. combined. I'm sorry, I yeah. forgot. Yeah, Less I than 100 million tokens and raw combined. 
So now I've built back up. I've been focusing on trite with the biotics refinery. So I'm, I'm building back up there decently well. But I mean, no, I still don't have, you know, billions or anything like that. So I have a couple billion, but, you know, I'm also 45. So I get a bit more. Yeah, I'm only getting like 30 million trite a day. But my jelly costs almost 5 million trite to repair. It's like 4.7 million. I um, barely I mean, use my jetty. See, I'm I'm still using it, some. Um, I, you know, it's just I don't know what what like the only thing I use it for is like sometimes grinding in 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 Kronos, but you know, other than maybe that, I should, maybe I should stop in working on it. I don't know. I I mean, I've been working on it. I'll be honest with you, the jelly has been my engine for auctions. I mean, it's not that I use the jelly a great deal. It's just that it's so daggone expensive that it scores me a ton of points in auctions. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it's also like, like you're short. dumping also a lot of titanium into it. I am dumping titanium in it, but I mean, I still use it. I use it. I, okay, so it's my number one Armada ship, like hands mm -hmm. down. And my alliance does a ton of Armadas. So that's what I'm saying. I'm flying it every day. And I'm below, I bet you I'm spending, I'm spending okay, 40, enough. 50 million. Yeah, I'm spending 40, 50 million trite on it every day, probably. Yeah, I don't. Um, and, uh, you know, that's because I, I probably participate in, in 20 to 30 armadas a day. So I don't. I, I'm, I'm spending on a lot. Uh, I'm spending on a lot of repairs for that. Now, I'm still doing my PVE with my auger for my dailies and then my Franklin. Of course, my Franklin is now costing me like two and a half million per repair. Uh, uh, now my now my Meridian is costing two million per repair. Like the repair of the Franklin, I, I don't care, but the upgrade cost does is quite significant. Well, and again, I, it's not that I care about any of it. I know this stuff is going to get. Expensive. My point is, I'm just not swimming in trite yet, you know. So, but I'm I'm using a lot of it every day, and and so the jelly, yeah, I'm doing. I mean, I. That is my Armada ship. I'm not doing anything else with Armadas. I, the only time I show up to an Armada with an Enterprise or an Augur is if I'm doing like two or three at a time. And they usually have crap crews on them. So, um, but yeah, like Deep Space Armadas, that's my jelly. So You should now, be using the crap out of it. Like that's, I, that's a really good ship for hostiles, Armadas, all of it. I, I like I said, I, I'm using my auger for PVE just for the reputation component. Um and the repair component. Let's face it. My jelly costs five million to repair, my auger costs six hundred thousand. So I am still using the auger for for stuff that doesn't affect my payout. I mean, I'm getting a better payout with my auger for a tenth of the price. So that makes sense to me. But in an armada, I need the power of the jelly to get the stronger payout. So right. Okay, I get it. Get it. Okay. Yeah, if you think that a jelly is expensive to repair, you should definitely stick with not getting a Baldor. Oh, that's my point. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly my point. Well, I uh, think it's a matter of the use, like he's saying, right? I mean, PVE with the Augur, uh, Armadas with the jelly, PVP with the Baldor. Well, so, so, to your point, the reason that I haven't done the Valdor is because then it would be splitting my attention. All of the exact same materials that I need for the Valdor are also needed for the jelly. And part of my reason, part of my reason for thinking of skipping the 42s was so that, A, I didn't have to split my attention or my resources. The one thing that I learned in G3, all right, the one thing that I learned in G3 was how many ships I built 
that were a complete waste. I mean, how many? many? I a ton. My Centurion, complete waste. My Bordis, I only built for scrapping. Um, the Gladius and the Burrell, they worked for me for about a month. I'm not kidding. Maybe two months. I, but by the way, they're both tier seven. You think about how many resources and materials I put into a Burrell and a Gladius at tier seven. And I, and, and <laughs> listen, if I had not invested into a Gladius, I'd have three maxed faction miners right now. If I had not invested into a Burrell, my enterprise would be maxed right now. So it's disgusting to me the progression that I cost myself by building unnecessary ships. And that is a lesson that I want to listen to myself on as I enter G4. So a Valdor and a Jelly. So I'm not gonna do maybe gonna maybe we one. should differentiate because I I built all those ships but I never upgraded them but I yeah, built them well. to have them you know yeah I I I upgraded them because I thought I was gonna use them for a while <clears throat> wrong terrible decision I mean yeah, the, the, the point, landscape the in G four is a bit different though because you know it it the, the progression is a lot slower I look at Blastmalord he built a jelly after he built his Valdor because of its cost of operation well. A one million faction credits is an unbelievably long road. But that's for the epic, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I imagine that forty-six to fifty is going to be an incredibly long road for me. The problem is, though, it's it's going to be it, like we think that it's going to be bad, but we're not even taking into account the thing that I mentioned to you earlier. Is listen, there is going to come about a three or four month gap somewhere where you're not doing Romulan dailies because you're trying to max your second rep. In you know, so yeah, and 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 so that's going to be a very painful three or four months where you're earning zero faction credits. The only faction credits you're going to get Borg are going to be from scouts and Borg. Yep, and yeah. scouts for whatever dumb reason does not does not inversely scale. Uh, so like just like on the faction tokens, when you reach ten million, you kind of hit peak efficiency in the curve. And the same is true for messengers. Uh, the scouts, I mean, the messages. Well, I will, I will say, you know, it's it's a dangerous zone when you do get to one billion, because you've got a choice there. You can keep doing those dailies. You can take a break from grinding rep, because hell, you just ground out a billion, right? So you could take a great a, a break from grinding rep. And keep amassing the faction credits. Maybe even want to amass the faction credits needed for your next ship. If you know, if you're going to build a pile of mana tribune, that's 1.5 million faction credits. It's going to take a while. All right, I am almost a year in, and I've got 600,000 faction credits or 500,000. Almost a year. All right. Now, granted, I'm going to get more as I level up. Like. Almost all of that was done as a 39. So there's no doubt I'm going to get more throughout my 40s. Um, but there is going to come a point where you stop. You know, you're going to have to stop if you want to grind a second rep because you're not going to be able to overcome the deficits that your dailies give you each day. So then it's going to be all about the Borg refinery. And what is that for you, Gregor? 600? 600, Six, yeah. 600 a day. I'm guessing we're going to get some type of either 
significant increase again to faction credits or or store decrease in BP costs because honestly it's even G4 is mostly unattainable epic wise in the grind. Captain Hawk says, so what are you saying? Do I need to get my last faction locked fast? Where are you, Captain Hawk? Are you are you below ten million or above ten million? Because if you're below ten million, yes, waste no time. Get all three get all three to ten million lock and, and start doing all your dailies. Because by the way, while you're doing so so after I got to ten million lock, all right. So yes, you got ramen fed at ten million and cling at six million. Yes. You need to go to gosh, what's the name of it? The Romulan hey, system. Goker. Oh. No, no, no. Um it's on the it's on like the southeastern border here. I'm gonna tell you real quick. I can't remember, it's a really Terminus. long word. Terminamurus, thank you. Terminamurus. That's where you need to live, eat, and breathe for the next and listen, four million rep. That's a solid two to three weeks. I would, Honest I to think, God. I think Term has the easiest 40s to kill, but I think Iota yes, Bonus do. has yeah. the best reps to kill. Yeah. Okay. Bonus at the top is the Vet Traders. Yeah. Oh, the Vet Traders. Now, yeah, see, you today, today's, yeah, today's economy, Iota Pavonis might be better. When I was doing it, Term of yeah. was better because of my yeah, ships same. weren't strong. The same thing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Iota Pavonis then, or Terminamurus, depending on your ships, you need to eat, live, and breathe there. And honest to God, you could do 4 million rep. You could do it in two to three weeks. You really could. Uh, it's going to be hard work, but you could do it. Um, but, yes, after you get all three to 10 million lock, then you need to decide if you're going to go dual like Ripper did and like Foe did. Uh, and, Bubba, I think you said you did it too, right? you got to figure out if you're going to do dual or if you're going to go single. Gregor went single. I'm going single. Big country went single. Um, the 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 benefits are the same as when you're under ten million. the The good thing is when you're working on when you're working on single. And, and actually, you could do the same thing with double. It doesn't really matter. Once you get to the ten million lock, you can still do all three dailies. So I'm getting plenty of faction credits right now because I'm doing my Romulan daily, which is huge. All right, and um, I am okay doing my Federation and Klingon daily because they're so small, they're not even a dent. Like, if you take all the deficit from my Federation and Klingon dailies, all of them, it barely exceeds, like, the first milestone of my daily rep event for, for Romulan. So my Romulan is paying me so much that it's okay. It's an acceptable loss for me to do all the other dailies because I'm still getting the faction credits. But once I get Rom to a billion... And I come back, and I'm going to start doing Federation next. The Federation dailies, like, at their max, pay me, what, 300000 a day? All right, I'm here to tell you, one finished Romulan daily is going to take away a million Fed rep. So yeah. I'm going to have to stop. I will not be able to do Romulan dailies once I start grinding on Fed. You will be Can able I to do, do Fed and double, What, uh, V ready? I said, can I give you a reason why I went dual? See, basically, if you go to a billion, you have to kill the 50s, which you cannot get to until you get to 46, truthfully, until you get a pilum or one of those ships. So I was in no hurry. That's the reason why I went dual. I enjoyed myself getting double credits until I got to 720. And I only got to 46 when I was like 800, k, uh, 800 million each. 
and then I first matched my Lin, and then I matched my Klingon. So that's you my, know what. Let me ask you a really daunting question, Gregor. Mm-hmm. I am, but a mere forty-one. Just kind of started my growth. I have three hundred and ten million ROM rep, a flat ten million Fed rep. Should I try to catch up Fed now? I'll tell you why I consider it. I'll tell you why I consider it. Why it's feasible. Why it's possible. My Romulan dailies. I do every single day. I would have to stop that for probably about a month. But my Romulan daily reputation event, I actually, most days, I don't max that out because it requires 400 million points. So I'd say I only actually finish that one out of every three days. So I'm already a little bit slow on my accumulation of faction credits. Perhaps if I just took a month off and tried to balance Federation up, it probably would take more than a month. Maybe two months. If I took if I took two months off and tried to balance them up, then I could probably keep going dual the rest of the way. Because well, I'm not I mean, getting. You don't have to do so. So V Ready's right. One of your dailies requires you to hit 50s once you cross the 440 marker. But one daily does not, and you still have your mining. Uh, so you only miss out on 25% of your dailies if you can't hit 50s. The 49s you can go hit the home space traders. Right. Uh, so I, I don't. I don't. I think you'd be fine to just finish out your solo uh, and max your ROM. And then for you, I would probably keep grinding ROM because remember, it's not a million you need. It's it's closer to 1.6 million you need in faction credits because you have to get a G4 rare. People say you don't. For sure, you do. And you're going to want Oh, yeah. To. So you're going to have to spend. So all the stuff you've saved up is going to immediately get dumped at 46. Everything you have right now is going to immediately get dumped at a 46 into a pylon. Then you've got to save another one million to get to the epic, which is why I feel like we're going to get some economy change there at some point. Probably. See, I'm just shy. Months. Like right now, I'm only fifteen thousand credits shy of being able to buy a pylum. Now, of course, I don't have the rep for it, but I've got almost five hundred thousand faction credits. So I could start towards my Tribune VPs now. I could start towards my Tribune, uh, uh, my Tribune faction credits. But I know that I'm missing out, and I'm going to continue to miss out on some of those faction dailies because I'm going to outgrow my capability to do them. It's going to so, take you a year, though. It's going to take like you're going to hit 440 probably in the next two months and yeah. cross into cross into the champion or whatever, right? You'll be able to actually purchase the BPs for your pylum at that point, but it's going to take you over a year of saving your faction credits to get to the epic. Like that's just a fact, man. Because you don't get them that fast. Currently, but once I but, but once I get the pylum, see, here's my concern. To be perfectly frank with you, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be 46 in a month or two. I'm 41. No. Yeah, you're not going to be 46 in a month or two. But you might be 46 in like six months, and and then you'll have all your BPs ready. And trust me, that's a much better feeling than getting to 46 and and having hundreds of thousands of faction credits to obtain. So that's totally well, fine, I, right? But, now that but my point you is. Goal. My point is, I have the faction credits now to buy a pylum. So that's what I'm saying. Like, do I go ahead and slow roll my faction credits for Romulan now and build up Fed so I can continue on and go dual and get more faction credits? Or do I just say, like you said, just go ahead and finish grinding out the 1 billion, knowing that at 440, it's going to slow down even more. At least now, I'm getting all the faction credits for my dailies, 
it's the reputation event that I can't finish. You'll, you'll only lose 100 faction credits a day when you move up to 440. That's it. You're going to get 80% of your faction credits every day, even skipping that one rep event. And I would just grind it out, get to a billion. Yeah, you're not going to have 46, but you can buy your pylon BPs, start saving for your... Uh, Start saving for your Tribune, and and if you want to hang there for a couple months and build up a bank of those, that's cool. Another op option for you is to start switching your grind to your Klingon and Fed, and dual grind those up, and then just use your Borg refinery for your Romulan credits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, which is going to arguably take a really long time to get yeah. enough for a Tribune. But on the yeah. other hand, how long is it going to take to actually get to... To 50. level fifty, yeah, right. Which so, so, so that might really not be good, a bad, really good question. Yeah. By the way, excellent question. Thank you for asking it. The clueless one says level fifty or uh, the billion lock requires level fifty. Uh, that's not true. No, it doesn't. No. Yeah, it does not require you. Yeah, you can get the lock. You can get there now. Maybe what you're referring to is the stuff that you can buy. Like when you get to one billion, you know, you can buy Tribune BPs but you can't build the epic, you know? Um, and uh, the, clue, the clueless one says, oh, the hostiles. No, no, you, you have to build level 50 host, or you have to kill level 50 hostiles. Oh, that's probably what he was saying. It doesn't require ops 50. It requires you to kill level 50s, which is true. Only that for one true. of them, though. Only for one of your dailies. Yes. But and then, of course, also, one, build one the thing I wanted to add was, I mean, I went dual, I guess. It's a different perspective. But I built my pylon. I still, and I managed to get 200k again after that. And I have actually 690k uh, Klingon credits saved up because I went dual. So actually, instead of waiting for a full year to save the credits to get an epic, I can actually get an epic in a couple of months if I get to 50. You don't want to uh, you're not gonna get you're not gonna get three hundred thousand faction credits in a couple of months unless you buy then, faction credits. But now they're giving a decent crap. I mean, decent amount of credits, so you get it in like three four months maybe. Well, it depends. So it, if they, if they keep going the way that they've been going, it's definitely gonna accelerate the timetable. And listen, nobody is arguing. Be ready that it's not faster. I think in for my situation because I'm already three hundred million in is why he's saying, listen, don't go back. Big Country is a perfect example. Big Country made it to what, Gregor? He made it to like 480 million or 500 million and decided to change. You see what I'm saying? And so now, I wouldn't say regrets it, but kind of regrets it. He doesn't regret it because of the ship that he knows he's going to be able to get, but man, it's such a chore. He's he's struggling with how much work it is. You know what I'm saying? Like it's All a right. ton of work. All right. And his fears about the Tribune are not uh, not really valid. They were I like agree. Too, but they're not. I agree. I, I mean, I'm looking forward to the Tribune one day. Very much. Yeah, I want the oh Tribune as God. well. Unfortunately, I spent all my credits in the spent, I just spent 1 million raw G4 gas and got 90 uncommon. Oh, my God. Yeah, like fighting in Tribune is like getting punched by a bouncer, but like 10 punches at once. Yeah, they're pretty mean. Just so many shots. That's disgusting. But how would Klingons compare amongst the factions? The Hegda? I think that, well, 
So that's what Big wants. He's chasing the Hector. He thinks that it's um, he thinks it's like best thing since sliced bread. Uh, he doesn't have it yet. I mean, that's just basically what his research is. But I'll tell you why he feels that way. He feels that way because he has been so um, happy with his D4. Like, he truly, he loves his D4. His D4 is his, he feels about his D4 like I feel about my auger. Okay? He loves it. It's his baby. It's his baby doll. He loves it more than, than any other ship. So I believe that he feels like the characteristics of the Hecta are going to fall in line with what he's been able to do with his D4, which is speed, which is a, listen, he's got a knockout crew. He's got a crew that can take out explorers and interceptors, and then, of course, it's naturally built for battleships. He feels like his D4 is invincible. Um, I believe that that if he uses a lot of the same styles of crew and a lot of the same types of mechanics on the Hecta, he feels like it's going to be similar. So for him, it's a one-stop shop. He can take out all three levels of ship relatively simply, and that's why. Th- and, and then, of course, it's speed. It can chase down anybody. It's lethal. He can kill just about anything. I mean, what's not to love? That's that's how he is looking at it. Well, I, I hiked to carry us through a forty-one rare today, so it's definitely got some strength to it. Oh, it it does. Listen, all the G fours are are strong. All the G fours are great, but you know, it is it is interesting to hear some of the perspective because it's not quite as clear cut as the G3s were. Heck, even the G3s are not quite as clear-cut as they used to be. It used to be Enterprise was the clear winner, uh, then the D4, then the Augur, because it was shit. Well, I argue now that the Augur is my number one ship. Big would tell you that his D4 is his number one ship. He still believes that the Enterprise is the best ship dollar for dollar, which is probably not inaccurate. Uh, especially for people who don't have maxed epics. I do believe if you took all three of those ships at Tier 5, Enterprise is absolutely the best. Okay, Now, you take them at Tier 8, I think my auger is better than an Enterprise at Tier 8. All right? But at Tier 5, absolutely, it's still the Enterprise. You know, so, But Big may argue, if you take all three of them maxed, he likes his D4 better than the Ant or the Augur. You know, so... It's interesting to see how these perspectives have changed over time, and I think the G4s are relatively close enough in abilities and power to where it really now is kind of coming down to how the player wants to play and some of the choice involved in maybe even faction, you know, and, like, just where your passion is. Could that, could that even apply to the G4 epics in terms of, like, a maxed Hector versus a maxed Enterprise A Versus a max trivia, different. There's so there's so few of them in the galaxy. We really just don't know. You know, we we had there's so few players, you know, that have those things maxed out that that would happen to be on the same server that would happen to not be in the same alliance that we could test that stuff out with. Not to mention the testing on that would be ridiculously expensive. So, you know, <laughs> I can but, tell you, I can tell you, a Tribune can punch up for sure on an Enterprise and a Hecta. You think the Tribune against the Triangle could take out an equal powered Hecta? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. 
Well, and hiked. so the, the Enterprise A is the weakest of the three for PvP, but it's still fantastic for PvE and Armadas. Well, you know, and, and you know what? I will applaud the design team just a little bit. I actually like the fact that these ships are close enough to where it actually depends on your style of play as to what ship you get. You know, like in, in the beginning with G3, it wasn't like that. You know, this ship sucked. This ship was good. That, that was the story. But now you look at like Gregor saying, listen, if you're in PVP, the Tribune's the way to go. If you're doing PVE, then the Enterprise is great. You know, if you're, I don't know what the Hector then would be good for, but <laughs> well, what's that? I, I, I think that's super subjective. It depends on what ship you have. And to be honest with you, how much PVE have we done with these ships? That's true. I mean, seriously. They're so new. Um, yeah, we, we've done a lot of uh, armadas, but, you know, me on Kalian or me on, or, or, I'm sorry, uh, you know, you know, these big ships on big ships. Well, we that, really that's, have, yeah. That's we what I'm saying. Really that, that's largely, that. yeah, that's largely unexplored. A, because of the sheer cost. And, and B, because there's just not a lot of players. And, and even then, Cal, I think, is, is his Epic actually maxed? I thought it was still like Tier 10. Is he maxed now? I, I have no idea, but it, it is super powerful. <laughs> that's true. Uh, that's true. He actually... But what I would also <laughs> say is his, um, his Pylum, and I know it's, it, it's one server, but his Pylum... Is that not the most powerful ship on the... Well, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Uh, toys. Toys Enterprise probably maxes... Toys, toys is Enterprise, but doesn't Foe also have something that's stupid right now? Didn't I'm pretty sure he just hit me with something that was $30 million the other night. But, y yes. Yes. I, I mean, $30 million, who can really match that? And I, I think that's Tier 2. That's not even a, uh, uh, the most powerful ship. Oh, it was more than Tier 2, wasn't it? Of course, it's not going to be in my battle log. It's going gonna, it's it's, gonna to be more than Tier 2 of anything if it's $30 million. It was, it, it was like over $30 million. Is Foe in here? I think I'd like it's a pile. It, it, it's a pile. A pile at Tier 2 is not anywhere near $30 million. No, no, no. I was going to say, his pile pilum was, I think it was level 45 or I'm level sorry. 50. I misspoke. But I'm almost positive that was thirty million. Yeah, that he's he, probably he he's yeah. probably got it at tier nine or tier ten. Actually, closer yeah. to tier ten, is what I guess. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. So yeah, it is. Uh, nonetheless, and Steven Aaron's right. Crew research going to play a big part. Problem is, you know, and again, uh, IJ's right. There's not been nearly enough testing right now. All we're relying on is what players are doing with it. Um, and, and there's very few players that have been able to do that. You know, uh, Gregor, what is your, what is your Epic now? Tribune. You built the Tribune. Where's your Tribune tier wise? Uh, tier five. And what's your power on it? Uh, 22 million. 22 million tier five Tribune. Now, out of curiosity, what I, you know, what would be a great matchup here? Your tier five Tribune. At twenty-two million, 
versus your tier 10 pylum because your tier 10 pylum is close to 30 million too isn't it uh yeah it's like 26 million so i would be really curious to see that matchup yeah i i can tell you i've taken on a uh tier six enterprise a and beat it with the pylum even with an anti-interceptor crew uh thank you wham just posted me a screenshot so there's foes tier nine enterprise a at 38 million and that's the ant a um hmm yeah you're right ij though there's been there's been far too little testing but god if the testing didn't cost billions you know, like if you know what, maybe this would be maybe this would be good at one point. Uh, oh, thank you, Eddie. I see that now. Sorry about that. You know, maybe I don't know. I don't know if Scopely would do this or not. I would love to do a video with like IJ and Cal and Toys just to do a bunch of PvP testing with their big ships. And and I would, you know, just love to see Scopely let me show it off and then be able to grant these players like 30 billion trite when it was over. You know what I'm saying? So that there's really no no major loss for them to get on and just, just destroy their ships over and over and over again so we could watch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't think they would ever go for it, but it would actually be really, really good to see a really good, a really solid breakdown. Of- a lot of what a lot of what's going to happen is going to depend on the tier. So I just saw the picture that was two tier five uh, G4 epics that was posted. Uh, and the, the Tribune at tier six, it's like a completely different ship. It gets an extra shot at tier six, but it didn't have a tier five for the triggering of burning. And of course, it's now stronger weapons. And then it gives you an extra crew slot. It's a huge difference at tier six. And... Uh, just doing armadas, the crew I was uh, in my alliance that we were going with uh, could go up an entire tier of armadas across the board uh, just because of the extra damage output that the Tribune is doing. So it's going to depend a lot. I mean, crew is obviously going to matter, but Tribune gets to really start to shine at tier six. And, and you know, listen, this may fall into somewhat of a pattern that we've seen over the last uh, three years um, is that the battleship is remarkably strong at PvE-style eventing. Um, The Enterprise, I don't know. Traditionally, Explorers have been pretty dang on good in PvP, you know, maybe more so than the battleships, but but then of course you've got the 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 exception case where, where I come in, where I say my auger just slaughters almost anybody that comes at me. You know, provided there's no shark. See, here's here's why I do so well. Everybody crews for enterprises, so every enterprise that comes in has Marcus. If an enterprise comes into the system, they're prepared to fight other enterprises. So I kind of believe in being the minority case. You know, when I go to PvP, I show up with the auger. Nobody's crewed for me because every other ship in the system is an enterprise when we're talking G3s. So, um, you know, everybody's carrying Marcus. And then, of course, if somebody does show up in a D4, the enterprise's natural ability handles a D4. The only thing they're not prepared for is an auger. Um, Now, if an enterprise shows up with an auger... Uh, sorry, it shows up with Charvenik, it's over. Which is why then I bring my Enterprise, 
and it also has Marcus. See, uh, now depending. Sometimes if, if there's more augers that show up, I'll bring my Enterprise with Charvenic, and I'll take out those augers. And then on my, uh, on my auger, I'm using a pure discovery crew. Gigi, Tyler, and Khan is what I'm using. And then I'll use TOS Kirk, Uhura, and either Marcus or Char on the Enterprise. So if an Enterprise comes into the system with Marcus, I hit it with my auger. If an Enterprise comes into the system with Char, I hit it with my Enterprise. And so I'm, I'm almost always covered. The only scenario where I struggle a little bit is if an auger comes in with Char, I have to avoid that with my auger. I hit it with my Enterprise, but then I'm against the triangle and I've got Marcus, so I'm not doing any benefit there. But now my Enterprise will usually kill that, that auger. If it's got, uh, if it's got Charvenic and I'm running Marcus, my Enterprise will still typically kill that auger. Typically, but not always. But yeah, it, it definitely depends on crew for sure. An Enterprise with Charvenic, I will die to if I'm taking it against my, my auger. So, I don't know. There's a lot of subjectivity, as IJ says. There's a lot of things that can matter that can be done differently. And I suspect that the G4 ships are no exception. I just got an away team assignment. Or not just now. I was looking at my away team's assignment list. I have uh, one with Augur BPs. I was hoping it was a Tribune. It's not. <laughs> How big is my Marcus? It is maxed. All, all my Triangle officers are maxed. I've got Marcus, Char, and Kang all max. Although, I really very rarely use Kang on the bridge. Uh, I use him under deck. I actually use him on the bridge when I'm hunting Swarm, crazy enough. But I very rarely use him on the, on the bridge in PvP. Oh, you were driving somewhere today. I'm a, I am. I'm actually parked. We're waiting. We're waiting now. Bubba, I'd like to hear about your one great regret. Let's hear it. What do you got? What was her name? <laughs> Bubba, tell us your one great regret. Can you hear me okay? Yep, I got you. All right, so uh, at the end of Discovery, you know, we have the event store, and I looked at the officers and said, okay, which rare officer do I want to max? And I said, you know, Saru, I think Saru's going to be tech moving forward. I think his ability is going to be really, really good negating those criticals. So I went Saru instead of... Uh, instead of Tyler. Ins instead of Tyler, and then they released Uhura. Yeah. Well, you know completely what? Completely and I went, oh. <laughs> you didn't do a bad job with Saru. No, Saru, Saru's good. And and uh, as a matter of fact, Gregor, you were telling me, and I have not seen this on my server. I actually asked Gregor not long ago. This is probably two, three months ago. I said, you know, Saru seemed like he had a lot of great potential, but I don't see him. People on my server are not flying him. He is not flying. Um, so I then asked Gregor. Are you seeing a lot of Saru? He actually sees a lot of Saru in the G4 ships, right? On the auger. That's crazy. I don't fly him. I don't fly him there. But my, my Ash Tyler does better. My Ash Tyler's, like I said, it's, it's beast. He's actually one of the best officers you can put on the auger. Oh, not the auger, the uh, Tribune. Oh, on the Tribune. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so do you, do you see, and you told me, you see a lot more Saru at the G4 levels, right? Yeah. And because everybody's got max cons, you know, was putting them on there, and he negates that. So that is one of the best PvP cruises through his captain. So you know, listen, Bubba, not necessarily a regret. Maybe, maybe you just haven't explored his his functionality with the G4s yet, or maybe other people aren't using 
a lot of con against you, perhaps. I don't know. I think I think Saru, you know, can have a lot of future potential. I think right now with the G3s, at least on my server, a lot of people aren't using him. Um, AFOX says he's using him, sided with Ash and GG. I just... You know, my server doesn't seem to be flying him a great deal. I don't. I don't really know why, but I don't run into him very often. I really don't. There's also so, the there's also the uh, Burnham sidecar if you've got her high enough. Well, and Clueless one kind of points out Khan stopped being a primary on the Enterprise because of the TOS crew, which is true. I moved Khan to my Augur, took him off the Enterprise, and I moved Khan to my Augur, and uh, he's been fantastic there. Fantastic. Oh, boy, someone just died on my Meridian again. <laughs> Let's see, did I pick up any cargo? Nope, not that time. But he did die anyway, and I didn't lose any of my cargo, so I guess I should go on home. I'm holding 100000 Guys, going to take a very quick break right here. What we're doing is we had such a great conversation that it went way beyond uh, what Snake Eyes deems acceptable for a recorded podcast. So what we're going to do right here is take a very quick break we're gonna uh, upload this particular segment and then coming up tomorrow on your favorite podcast platform we'll upload the next part so please be sure and uh, check it out if you're enjoying this conversation then we've got more to come because there was a lot more that was taped you guys be sure and check it out in the meantime visit our website talking trek stfc.online for our links all related to talking trek including our youtube channel don't forget our push to 5,000 subs we've got a big promotion going on and uh, hopefully uh, Aries doesn't put the kibosh on that. But I'm going to try to push for 5K for 5K. Once we get to 5K subs, we're going to give away 5K materials. All right, 5,000 materials will be up for grabs once we hit 5,000 subs. going to be a lot of fun with that giveaway show, so be sure and check that out. In the meantime, hope you enjoyed this particular segment. Don't worry, we've got more to come. Check back on your favorite podcast platform tomorrow for the next part in this community Q&A here on Talking in Cars with DJs. In the meantime, my name is Ultimate DJs, your friendly neighborhood cat person, saying meow for now. Catch you on the next part. See you later.